Let's try this again. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Riding, the motorcycle podcast that brings you two-wheel topics from around the globe. Tonight's show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, go to www.patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to our regularly scheduled show, 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 Wiggins, turn off the echo machine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. And uh, I hope I'm coming across as loud and clear as Wiggins is. He's always coming in loud and clear on the ones and twos. And some, for some reason, I always sound like a, I'm in the bottom of a coffee can. Uh, so welcome. This is episode, do you know it, Wiggs? 179. God, you're getting better and better. I think it's 179. I think it could be 178. Uh, but yeah, I think it's 170, 100. And uh, on this week's episode, we're actually going to call somebody again. I like surprising Wiggins every week. He doesn't know who we're going to call, but uh, he sees some notes on the screen. These notes say 1907. Of course, that was uh, I was already 60 years old by that time. But uh, So we're going to call an old compatriot of mine. He's 153 years old. And we're going to find out what it was like being a motorcyclist on one of the very first motorcycles, the uh, Bart Climbers Steamer, Steam Machine. It's going to be great. Uh, so, Wiggs, uh, what's, go- what's been going on, man? You- what's happening in the Wiggs sphere this this week? We- there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff happening, which is really exciting to talk about. But for what the people on the tape can hear, hey, people out there listening on tape, <laughs> this is what you can hear. Uh yeah, we're just chilling. And actually, Jay's not here tonight because she's got some motorcycle parts coming in. And she's actually doing some pretty rock star stuff to the banane. And then me and Wiggs are just sitting around here staring at each other. It was cool until we started rolling tape. And now it's just like, hey, bro, what's happening? It's a Wednesday night. You know what that means. Duh. It means creative writing motorcycle podcast. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited um, partially because... This this summer is the summer that I'm going to tear everything apart. I'm going to tear this VFR apart and make it a two-cylinder and give it back to Paul and be like, hey, here you go. Here's your parallel twin, sucker. Um, but yeah, I'm going to tear everything in this whole garage apart um, and then maybe just uh, make push scooters out of everything. But I'm actually going to rebuild Spamla, I think, this summer, go through... Um, you know, the Jay was having false neutrals on uh, the banane and now she's, uh, in parts land getting new parts and clutches and stuff. And she's doing a clutch on the triumph. Um, I swear to God that chick gets something and then immediately tears it apart. So it doesn't work. And, uh, we're gonna have to remedy that. So hopefully I don't do that to Spamela, but I do want to rebuild her. She's had the same piston since 1980. And, uh, let me, I'm going to turn myself down real quick. Do you know, do you remember what happened in 1980 wigs? No, I wasn't born yet. Wait, did the Berlin Wall fall that year? Pretty close. Berlin Wall fell in 89. Was it that late? Yeah. Dude, I remember because in Thrasher Magazine, or or 88, because I had a Thrasher Magazine. It was with Reagan, and I thought he was president from 81 to 88. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he said Mr. Gorbachev teared down that wall. I think he was referring to the Iron Wall, but he could have been. 
talking about that wall of raunchy clothing that Gorbachev was trying to sell. Do you remember those, <laughs> all the 80s Soviet Union commercials? Oh, they were so terrible. Uh, gray clothes for everyone. Um, but no, yeah, I remember Thrasher magazine, uh, 1980, I swear it was 89, so maybe the wall came down to 88. And uh, yeah, dude, they were like, everyone was selling pieces of the wall and all the graffiti on the west side of the wall. And on the east side of the wall, there was no graffiti because you would get shot if you even like walked mm-hmm. too close to it. But uh, oddly enough, after I met my wife, I um, one of her relatives had married a chick from East Berlin. And it was pretty crazy hearing about uh, life inside. And we kind of forget that that was 88, man. The same year that your Harley was made. I don't know. What, what year is your Harley? Like 94? Yeah, 94. <laughs> so not too far after. What, like five, ten years? Six years? Eight years? I'm so bad at math. What's 88 to 94? Uh, 16 years after your bike was made. <laughs> or six. <laughs> I told you I was bad at math. Uh, yeah, so forget about that. Uh, my, yeah, so Spamela has had the same piston in her since uh, 1980, which was eight years before the dang uh, fall of the Berlin Wall. And uh, I don't know about the rings and all that stuff, but I do know that when I first got her, she had eaten a valve. My buddy that I bought her off of, she was the town bike. Everybody had got a ride. We all wheelied her down the street and caught her on fire multiple times um, due to improper fuel, uh, air and spark mixtures. And then once I got her, I totally babied her and put her back together lovingly, except I never changed that piston that had eight of valve. So it looks like cottage cheese on the top. So it's about time that 1980 piston goes in the trash and Spamla gets the full on turbo treatment. And I've been researching the SR250, uh, Japanese websites and the JDM, uh, aftermarket turbo kits. <laughs> Is that to me? Oh, <laughs> Wiggins is giving me the uh, the one finger salute, um, but yeah. So I've been researching JDM turbo kits and oil coolers and all sorts of stuff for Spamela, and I'm going to boost her up from 92 horsepower to 192 horsepower with 16 pounds boost, and that's my plans for the end of the summer. Also, finally this uh, this summer, I'm going to get the KZ. Uh, taken kind of running halfway because it's a four banger, and I'm gonna take two pistons out of Bry's VFR and put it in the Kawi. And uh, so Bry Viffer's bike will actually be a parallel twin or a V twin, I guess, depending on which uh cylinders I, I decide to scavenge from. But yeah, I got a lot of pl- lot planned for this um summer, and I know that Mr. Wiggs, are you tired of hearing my BS? Like, I've just been totally rambling and BSing this whole time. No, you're good. You- Okay, good, because all that stuff really is going to happen. You are actually, uh, you and Jay, you cracked me up because you guys, Jay saw an MV Augusta. She sent me this link on Instagram of that MV, and she's like, yeah, I want one of these too. And I'm like, when do you guys give up? You have like 19 bikes now. Jay has at least five or six, because she has about three of them that Ashley doesn't even know about. And then I have two, and that's too many for me, like. Where? Why are you? When do you guys quit? But I am glad that you are working on that crazy it's, one. I didn't even know you had. I know, right? That one was like hidden somewhere for a while, and I almost forgot I had it a little bit. Um, they say the number of motorcycles is um, n plus one, n being the number you have now. <laughs> so you always need another one. Yes. Dang. Always. Well, I guess I got to go get another one. If you got another motorcycle today, let's see, you have one of everything except a dirt bike. What would you get if you got your plus one? Uh, I don't know. Like if I went and bought a brand new bike, 
I don't know. Just if you if, an, if something else appeared in your garage, what would it be? Oh man, that's always random. That's just like what you find. It's like what finds you. You know, the motorcycle <laughs> that's been seeking you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would definitely want to get rid of the Dyna, but and then I want another rubber mount sporty to keep like kind of the Dyna style. Um, that's oh, I want a clean RC fifty one to not ride very often and not track like the black one. So probably to put a uh, what's it? What are those things like? A little pedestal, like a you know those things that turn a turntable. I forget what they're called when it's an actual when a car goes on. But put that in your house and just have it like just a have C spin. <laughs> take up the entire living room. Uh, yep, house. yep. That's uh, that sounds about right. That's legit biker stuff right there. Um, yeah, I. You have a Speedway bike. How many Harleys do you have? You have your, I forget your, I mean, I know your Dyna, but I always forget that you have like 16 Sportsters hiding out somewhere. I only have two Sportsters and my Dyna. And then, yeah. and then and that then, weird Bobber Sportster. No, no, that's including that. Okay. And, and then, then your, and then Trusty Rusty Sportster. Uh-huh. So those are two. And then the XG Sportsters. Well, that's an XG. I really need to get rid of that too. That's not going to happen. That's true. That's a street, isn't it? That's yeah, not it's really a street. A sportster. So yeah, how many streets and sportsters do you have combined? Streets, just I guess. three, just okay. one street, just one street, and it's for sale. Who wants it? And then I kind of have another sportster, but it's not a sportster. Yeah, because I have a Buell. I was going to say, and you kind of have a Buell, and you kind of have a Jawa, and you kind of have a CBX, and you kind of have some other two CB, more CB four hundred. And the RC fifty one. Yeah, I forgot about that CB four hundred you have too. Yeah, I always forget about the Jawa. It's chilling. Yeah, I just don't know what to do with it. Like, well, every time you move a rag in your garage, I see it back there. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? It's it so small. It hides behind stuff. It does. Like it's that. tiny. Dang. Yeah, that's a five hundred, right? Jawa. The yeah, speed it's a five hundred right? single. Yeah. On methanol, man. On crazy. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's, I like the fact that you, it is a switch. It's pretty cool. And it just says off and then crazy. So I like that you did that. No, it doesn't even have that. Uh, it's always on. There's no battery. It's a bump start. But, uh, the only way to kill it's you push the button or pull the, no, there's not even pull a kill plug. button. There's not even a kill button. You pull the dead man switch out Yeah, and that kills it. Or yeah, you it. run it into a wall to stall it. Yeah. Actually <laughs> what you can do is you pull into your pit and it's, they stall. Like, yeah. They don't idle. Because they're race, right. they're race bikes. They're not supposed to idle, yeah, so they yeah. don't idle. So you pull in and they die. But yeah, that's the uh, it's it's crazy, man. That's the opposite of a Japanese hooker. On those, you pull out and they die. Oh, but oh. I mean, I might edit that out. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Japanese hookers, our buddy, our good buddy Matt from My Motorbike Obsessions, uh, Sayonara. You know what that means in Japanese? Goodbye, right? I think so. I hope so because Sayonara, Matt. <laughs> oh, you weren't confirming with me. You were asking. No, I don't me. know. Yeah, do you know what that means? Domo arigato, Mister Obato. Do you know what that means? It means that Matt has uh, set sail for Japan. Him and his family are over there now for at least three or four years. I think he said. Did he sell all his stuff? I hope so because why that's didn't a lot he call me and let me just Japan. keep it for him? I would have rode that flat track bike. That's what I said too. <laughs> I said, hey, if you need a place to store bikes or gear, man, like. Because uh, the flat tracker, he had Supermoto set up on too. Yeah, can't literally, literally, can't he, he didn't let me know. He just re- he just replied crickets like a cricket sound. And yeah, I was like, oh. so maybe he just got a storage unit. And was like, I can't get rid of it. Let's put them all no, in here. No, he works on a marine base, and he what he taught some of the dudes to do flat track, and they had super they had super camps come to the marine base. So I'm sure there was plenty of squids. Is that what they call marine dudes, or is that navy dudes? Uh, 
that's just beginner rider dudes. Right. So they had a plenty of squids on base that probably were like, yeah, oh, an FZ6? Dude, that's, that's like what Tom Cruise wrote in Top Gun. I'll take that. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, a CRF 450? That's what Tom Cruise wrote in Top Gun. I'll take that. And Mission Impossible. I'll take that. So, yeah, I know uh, Navy guys, Marine guys have the have the bromance brewing for Tom Cruise. Um, but yeah, no, I, he probably just, you know, it was probably easy to get rid of on base and, uh, there was probably 18 guys just waiting to snap that up. But yeah, Matt, we're going to miss you, dude. And sayonara. I think that's Japanese for nacho cheese or something like that. But, um, yeah, all I have to say about this whole thing is update your Patreon account because, I, I want to know where to send stuff to J-Pan when, uh, when your patron um, little prize packs are due. Not your prize packs, your Patreon packs that we send out every once in a while. I want to know where to send it, so let me know. Update your Patreon file and let old Junkmeister know <laughs> where, where you're at in Japan. And then when, when I get uh, found out here and I have to run from the country, I'll meet you over there. Uh, and other than that, I also want to say thanks for uh, Mr. Geis. We just had a, a text email. That's not the word. We had an email email, conversation via email. Um, and I wanted to tell him next week we're going to have somebody in here on the Slacker mic, which is our extra mic. He, um, of course, has his own motorcycle show now called So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle. And, of course, we all do. So I'm wondering why we don't all ride, listen to his show, but it's because we all already ride. Uh, his show is kind of like for newer people, but he has had a lot of cool guys on that show and cool ladies on there talking about experienced riders and stuff like that. So you want to ride a motorcycle? Hell yeah, you do. And uh, if it's Thursday night and you're not riding and you want to ride and you're going to go ride Friday, listen to a show on Thursday night, you dumb-dumb. But, uh, but yeah, thank you for the slacker, Mike. And what else was I – that's the last thing I really had on my list besides go check out our buddies uh, Brady Walker's info. He's going to be having a race this weekend. and Just a track day. Classic track day at Willow Springs. You know what? You don't win. There's no first place for winning your track days. There is. You're true. You, you're the right. way you win track days don't crash, and you definitely get dead last if you crash in the first session. That's true. So don't do that. And it's been. Uh, it, listen to this. My wife and kids went to the beach today. It's Wednesday, by the way. We're we're uh, putting the show out on Wednesday, putting it out on Friday, but recording it Wednesday. And uh, so they were at the beach today, and it was pouring rain when they got there. Really? <laughs> and I was like, dude, it's May. You just get in the water, and you can't tell. It's June 5th. <laughs> That's my tip for the day. Yeah, there you go. It's always cold, right? Yeah. It's June 5th. I almost said May 5th, but 6-5. If my calendar is correct, the 6th is the June. Uh, and June 5th, there really shouldn't be rain around California. It should be about 700 degrees. And last year, I think at this time... Uh, every time Wiggins would come over, he'd be wearing one less piece of clothing. It was like playing strip poker, but just because of the temperatures. And I think it was about 126 in here uh, last year at this this time, even at, even at like 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So today they were down at the beach and it was raining, and I'm going, what the heck? And I haven't checked out what's going on. Um, you know, I don't watch the news anymore because it's so depressing. Everyone's getting killed and there's flooding and, and all the economy, you know, Every economy in the world is going downhill. So I quit watching it. So I don't even know if they're still flooding like there was a couple weeks ago um, on the Mississippi, but I'm sure there is. It was some of the like worst flooding they've had in like 25 years or something like that. I saw Carver's post and Alton. It's about a foot below the 
biggest flood they've ever had there. Right. I did. I saw that post a few. Yeah. Like, last and it's week. above the second biggest, so yeah. it's the new second biggest. Mm-hmm. There was like lines on the wall of this building. On the yeah, I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. And yeah. they're pu- they're literally pumping water out of the basements of every th- every building downtown because yeah. the f- water table rises. Right. Yeah. So it's just incredible. Um, and Goldmeyer and all the WIR top ten folks were posting pics of. Uh, I don't know where this track was, but it was a drag strip and literally, uh, you know, like the little arm co-barrier where the tree goes, like the little, it's usually like a V shape and the tree goes right there. That almost was underwater. And like the first few rows of bleachers was underwater. And if you were on a drag bike, just your head would be sticking out, you know, you'd have to have a snorkel to tuck down and get in. So I was like, man, like race drag race jet skis or something until the water recedes. But yeah, it's just insane. The, uh, this weather. So it's kind of cool, kind of crazy. And it kind of touches on the first thing I wanted to talk about, which is the Isle of Man races that are going on right now. And excuse me, man, Wiggins brought me this beer that has, um, What's that stuff they had in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that made them float? The bubble soda? I was going to say carbonation in it. <laughs> yes, that's what it was called, carbonation. Oh, my God. What if carbonation was a real thing and it, there was bubbles and stuff? Uh, so anyway, I wanted to talk about the Isle of Man because it has been getting canceled left and right. The whole first uh, – it usually end, starts the last weekend of May. And this last week, it got – you know, basically all the qualifying and everything got canceled. And then it kept getting canceled. And they usually do like qualifying every evening until the racing starts and it just kept getting pushed back. Like they would, they would cancel Saturdays and they don't do it. They don't qualify or do any racing on Sunday, um, because they're lazy. So it got pushed to Monday and then Monday got canceled. So they did it Tuesday and Tuesday got canceled. So they did it Wednesday or whatever. So they ended up having like all these qualifying sessions on the first friggin', you know, the first day they, they had available, there was like you know, 18 classes trying to qualify and then they do some races and then they'll qualify again for the next race. Cause there's like two super bike races, two sidecar races. And basically what's been happening is since it's been so rainy, it's been the same here as except for England style. And so the weather's just been kind of like unseasonably wet. And once in a while you'll get some rain here and there, but it'll usually clear off. And these guys are still ripping some super fast times uh, with the wet weather and stuff. But it got so wet and so foggy they couldn't see. And then there was super, super, uh, super crazy rain. Let me see who's texting us here. Yeah. All right. There was super crazy rain um, going on on the east end of the thing and up on the hill. So it's like, man, they were just – it was just insane. I don't know. A lot of stuff going on. With that, we're going to actually get into that in a minute uh, because before that, I want to we I want to call somebody and I don't want to keep them on too late. So Wiggs, you entertain the peeps while I call our buddy here. All right. Well, oh yeah, just just keep talking and cover everyone. You didn't even give me like a subject to talk about. What am I supposed to cover? Uh, say what you know about the Isle of Man. I'll give you my notes over here if you want them. I don't think I know a lot about the Isle of Man. It's an isle it's or a, it's, an island. It's its own. Country, and it's its own country, and they speak Manx and state, right? And state, <laughs> they speak Manx. Yeah, what Manx. is that? Is that their own language too? Yeah, huh? And the, like Irish speak Irish and Welsh speak Welsh. They speak Manx. Don't the Welsh speak English and the Irish? The English made them speak English, but they speak oh, Welsh. Yeah. They made everyone speak English. Um, it's it's in between uh, Wales. Actually, it's northern, so in between Scotland and Ireland. 
And <laughs> I thought it was further north than Wales. Because I took a boat out of Wales over to Ireland and we did not. And I looked on a map and we weren't close to the Isle of Man. That's, by the way, whoever named that is a badass. Because they basically said, hey, on this island is where everyone is from if you're a human because we're the best. I'll tell you something. In Pictish and like most Celtic languages or Gaelic, well, not Gaelic. Gaelic is separate from Celtic, but man means place. So it's just the isle that is a place, basically. The isle of place? The isle that's a place. And uh, so that's what that actually means. So it doesn't mean anything fancy. All right. All right, Wiggins. Two, three. All right, dudes. We had a, we had a pause. We were going off the rails there for yeah, a second. We were. <laughs> but we were trying to kind of stall and stuff, like and pl- play it cool, but we couldn't do it. We couldn't pull it off. So we had a, we, we had to pause. We got on the line with us uh, Tony from Shred Moto Co. You've heard him before. We've had him on the show <clears throat> a long time ago. And you've got your you still got your own show, yeah? You guys still do the Shred Moto podcast? Um, you know, we haven't done it in forever. Yeah, but you still uh, got it. It's just, yeah, we still have it. We still have a few episodes out. You know, there's quite a few out there. And uh, it's the Moto HD, Moto HD Racing uh, uh, podcast. But yeah, yeah. Uh, wait. No, it's called The Shred Show. Yeah. I forgot. It's like a bad tattoo. Yeah. It never goes away, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, we're, you know, we just, we've been so busy lately. We haven't had a chance to uh, get together and do it. Good. Um, That's like a good but, problem to have, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what's cracking with you guys? Uh, we, I was just telling Wiggs, asking Wiggs about that. He's got like 17 bikes, and I'm wondering how he, how he keeps them up. I can barely keep up with two and a, one that I'm borrowing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. I only keep up the one I need next. <laughs> That's right. true. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is in, in SoCal, you don't have like a winter like they do everywhere else where they get to like work on their bikes and they have like 20 bikes. And oh, I fixed my dirt bike this week and my blah, blah this week. And it's like, right. man, we got to always have one to ride. So the other ones are always in the state of disrepair until yeah. you need them. Yeah. Unless, unless you're like me, then you only have one. Yeah, and, man. Did you, you scaled down a little bit. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, I still have one that's in pieces, but I think the track the track scales you down. Like it's, yeah. it, I mean, the I do track, have a lot of bikes, you know, but I, mean, I have a lot running. Figuring out life scales you down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> right. Just, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. where we're at right now. You know what? Speaking but. of which, uh, you right now have, um, <clears throat> I mean, on top of dad duties. We're all dads yeah. here, which is kind of cool. We can we can have a Father's Day special. We should all uh, <laughs> call in and do a Father's Day thing. Uh, right. So yeah, you know, life does catch up to you, and um, trying to trying to keep on top uh, uh, your head above water as a a business person, a, a racer, a dad, all that great stuff, right? I mean, like yeah. it takes a lot of work, more than people think. And you have been pretty busy doing a whole bunch of bike development and making parts and uh, starting companies, quitting companies. And from what I know, getting a stinking hunk of iron pulled out of your leg, right? A big old hunk of metal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did yeah, that happen I already? Or are you, are yeah, you... that happened a couple of weeks ago. Oh, man. How's that feel? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, a lot better than when it went in. 
know? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I don't, um, I don't remember what that was. That something the old injury or what? Yeah, that was from about. It was from five and a half years ago uh, on the street. I, 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 re- I crashed and my, fe- I broke my femur. Dang. Um, they, they put the, they put a plate and uh, eleven screws in it, and uh, they took a plate and ten screws out. No. So, Whoa! They left one in. Yeah, they left they left the lag screw in. Dude, they called it. So, but yeah. they would have had to they would have had to uh, get into a bunch of shit. Um, hold on. Yeah, they. You know what? Uh, you're always worried but, if they had an extra screw. You know, when you put stuff together and you have extra screws like that, you're uh, scared. But when they're taking <laughs> stuff out of you and they leave yeah. in a screw, is that that seems just as scary? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, it was uh, it was planned that way. Okay. Um, okay. It, it would have been. I mean, they had to cut all, all the muscle and everything to get to the femur, I guess, originally. So he didn't want to do that again to get that screw out. So he went in through the side. And did like minimal damage. Right, that's cool. So, <laughs> kind of work around. The pain was coming from the side, like where the plate was actually at. So he he's not worried about the one that's in you know just right in the middle of the femur. It's all ten of this ones that like through the plate, which I've posted pictures before and shit of what it looks like. But yeah, I mean, it, uh, all ten of those and the plate is gone, and yeah. that's where I was having the the issue. Was so. it was it pain or something? Yeah, it was. Uh, felt like a muscle was getting caught up on the on the Ooh. plate or something you know what i mean Man. Like every time i bent down or uh, at a certain angle like it was pretty much fine most of the time but at a certain angle it was just fucked up yeah was it and, hard uh, did it affect your racing it affected everything yeah you know but uh just got kind of used to it and kept doing you know d- been doing cardio trying to you know thinking hey it's just gonna be what it is and get better maybe one day but I got insurance now, so we, we uh, went to talk to a doctor. They said, "Hey, let's get that shit out of there." Yeah, and the 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 crazy popping and like the gnarly like, but felt like it was getting caught is gone so far. So good, so far so good. But just in the fucking healing stage right now. But right. So you're going to be missing yeah. the, missing the classic track day this coming weekend. You know, uh, yeah. The the yeah. nice thing is that you'll be able to to uh, go to concerts and fly planes without having to get pulled into secondary every time for that uh, metal detector wave, right? They're like, where's that right, shank, right. buddy? Where's that shank? Uh, <laughs> You're like, I got a yeah, plate in my leg. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. We might, it might, there's still a screw in there. So. <laughs> That's true. <We'll> <laughs> but no, it's, uh, no, it, it's, it's huge. Uh, I'm glad it's out. And uh, the, the, the surgery went smoothly. I'm happy with it. And, uh, just doing physical therapy and getting better now. Good. So as long as you didn't walk out with an extra leg or minus a leg, I guess that's a right. bonus. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with it. So. Good. Good. So what's been going on? You guys have been developing a lot of stuff. Are you still hobbling around the shop, just cracking out pieces left and right <laughs> for you know yeah. bike stuff? We're 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 doing we're we, we went kind of low pro for a little bit. Um we're, we're figuring a bunch of shit out. We're as businesses go, they grow, they fit, you know, you, you mess up, you, you start over, whatever. But, uh, with, you know, with shred moto co we're, we're, we're going to hit it hard. Um, the previous motorcycle shop that I, that I own with my brother, I'm no longer part of that, but we're following, you know, we're hitting shred moto co hard. 
this year and 2020. Right. But uh, so we got a bunch of shit in place. We don't have anything in stock right now, but <laughs> we, we've got a lot of shit going on. We've been filling orders that we can, been helping people out here and there, but yeah, um, we got a lot of shit that's about to pop off and, it, and it's going to be pretty interesting. Good. So uh, you guys, um, did you guys do like kind of a cool down and, and like a makeover sort of like you, you yeah. kind of went low yeah, pro on yeah. it. Yeah. We, we, we sold all the inventory that we had and, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, we're keeping, we were keeping shit going and, you know, I suck at doing math and, you know, being in charge of money and of, of course if it's like oh we're, are we gonna pay a bill or are we gonna go race i'm like i'm gonna go race yeah you know yeah <laughs> unfortunately uh but uh you know sometimes that happens but you know and then uh but we're we're you know instead of putting some money away i i, I wanted to go race yeah so that's you know what i mean instead right of, uh, the last, and, and, and the last, you pull into the pits and there's just like a huge stack of bills. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> what no, the I hell? mean, you know, instead of instead of uh, investing profit, I mean, it, you know, it smart. I should have. I, I know, got that you. Shit was, it was getting invested back into the business, uh, just not maybe the smartest way. Well, through de- you know? development, you know, but, it was going yeah, all into development. You know, I mean, I totaled my fucking bike, and and we're doing a bunch of, you know, just trying to get this soft tail to where I'm happy with it, 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 you know, it's fucking 500 bucks just to go to, you know, a track day weekend just to figure out, Oh shit, I got to go do some more shit yeah. and go back to the track and figure it and see if it's good to go. Yeah. So, yeah. And but, for, uh, for people that are just tuning in, uh, the first time hearing your voice, we got to remind you that we talked to you yeah. guys like last year when you and Tony, you guys, um, were out at the track and you, you were developing stuff. Um, Hugh was there. Um, you guys basically started this new movement of Harley Davidson's showing up at the track. And when we right. talk about your old company, you're talking about 27 cycles. You used to have that. Yeah. Tony has Jiffy Tune. And in the interim, no, I, I got Strip Moto Co. and Eric's got Jiffy Tune. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. I always flip you. I always say Tony when I mean Eric. You did that. You did that last. last God, yeah. what an idiot! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look. I, I look at your guys' faces and I swap the names. It's so, in yeah. my head. It's, it's, all, it's all good. It's awesome. So right. Yeah. So Eric, you and Eric, Eric you yeah, guys, Eric runs the dyno. Yeah. So yeah. he he basically tuned stuff, and you guys were you guys went out there and started doing stuff, and then you started. Uh, you know what he he was breaking primaries all the time and you were like hey let's move these pegs around here and there and so you started um shred moto co where you're making stuff for people that want to go race their dinas and race harleys in general and every time you every time i see you at the track you would have something new that you were like hey man check this out and (laughs) i made this just you know based like you were like you were just saying you'd rather go race and i don't think you realize it or not but that's part of the r&d side because you you figure out if something works or not at the track. So right. I, I will uh, stick the episode in the show notes. If you want to go back and listen to you and Eric, you know, talking way back when, when you guys right, were right. first starting out, but you guys have since got your race licenses and you yeah. guys have gone on to start like a little series. Um, you guys have been racing a lot of the Arma rounds and stuff like that. As, so. as much as we can. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Right. But, and then until you get a big, big hunk of metal pulled out of your leg. Right. <laughs> so right. yeah, I, I did that during summer. I, I figured, um, you know, there's a few races that, that I, that I might miss, but, um, that I would actually be able to go to, mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, Bella, come on. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> but the two year old. Yeah, I know. Um, we we're totally yeah, gonna have a Father's Day episode now. But honestly, right now, financially, I'm gonna miss him anyways. Yeah. So yeah. I figured, you know, get it done. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, I, I, I set it up to where I'm gonna be. Good. You know, I raced in April with Arma. And then I set it up to where I'm going to be able to race in August once all these holes in my leg, you know, <laughs> fill in. Right. And, uh, right. You know, you know, though, I mean, that's go. that's honestly something that a lot of racers do. It's it's funny when because all your buddies you race with be like, oh, you going this weekend? And it's there's so many guys that are like, no, I need to save a few bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like That's part of it for a lot of us, yeah. you know, but it's it's cool to see, though, that you're like you know what ones you're going to miss, but you already have the ones in the future, like planned out. Um, oh yeah. You know, that's like a big part of it. And I think a lot of people don't really realize that, especially here. Cause we have such a long race season. I know we have a lot of listeners in Wisconsin, so they have a short race right. season. So I know they're super focused on those rounds, but you right. know, for, but I think that's a big part of it. You know, people don't really realize that you, you know, as a, non-professional that has to pay a lot of your own bills like you pick and choose what events you're going to go to and right. it's it sucks but you know again you know like we said having families and stuff though it doesn't really suck that bad either you know it's it just is what it is and you make it you find that balance and you do a little bit of both and but i you know people are oh i can't believe how do you afford to do that all the time i'm like well you don't you you afford <laughs> to do the ones you can afford to do yeah and you you find ways to make it work you know you do what you can you beg and borrow and steal and and do extra work and and bust your ass so you can go to the track and can yeah. go to the race yeah, yeah. and, and i'm going to miss uh, this weekend's track day too so. yeah <laughs> you know especially being a parent and the more things that come up like during summertime and then the older your kids get and you're like well shoot now not not like you balancing racing and a business now do i balance do i miss my kids like first victory at soccer or whatever because i want to go to, so, to attract it it becomes harder you know you yeah. start to leverage stuff and mm-hmm. and uh what what becomes important and what doesn't um you know i'm pretty impressed right now your kids are kind of young so you do have some dad stuff but you're lucky yeah. that you can get you know your kids aren't uh at least it's not like you know, you got to cart them around to like the science exposition or something like that. You know, what I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, bro. I mean, yeah. you know, we got the, the kids love you different stuff. And, uh, you know, my, my six year old stepson is in all star baseball tournaments. And it's like, you know, I'm sitting here being like, I need a motor home to go to the racetrack <laughs> to go to the baseball games, bro. Yeah. You know, right, what I mean? like, I'm, right. I'm sitting here trying to figure shit out to like, <clears throat> to you know for multi-purpose yeah yeah you know but it, that's the way it is you know we got a i got a couple kids and a couple different uh co-parents and you know trying to figure everything out to where you get it you know okay boom we we can all go to this race weekend and i can have them all with me and they have a place to sleep and everything it's just hard to you know yeah. to figure all that out <laughs> the, the racing right now for me i mean there's no you know we're trying to race in the battle of twins. Uh, All right. But you know, as much as we can with hey, Arma, does that mean you're like up against Ducatis and all that stuff yeah. too? I mean, yeah, geez. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're not, it's not really, it's not realistic. You know what I mean? These guys are hauling ass, but I, I, I don't give, you know, yeah. wait, wait a minute. You podiumed yeah. at the last Arma. 
Yeah, bro. But I mean, there was, you know, it's not like there was 20 people on the racetrack. I think there was like four or five people on the racetrack at the most. He also yeah. had that new shred yeah. Motoko oil screen that he had <laughs> where he pushes a button and it so, oils down the track behind him. You didn't yeah, notice that, yeah, did you? That, I, I, I zoomed in real close on that pick and I saw that and I was like, who was genius. in front of you? Heath was in front of you, right? <laughs> What's up? Heath on his scrambler. Was he in front no, of you? No, no. Heath, Heath uh, wasn't out there this weekend or oh. that weekend. Oh, crazy. Unfortunately. You know, um, I've told a lot of people this, and I think I've even mentioned it on the show. And I'm not a racer on a on a road course. I'm um, not I'm not slow, but I'm not a racer. My yeah. bike's fast. You fucking smoked me. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, it, well, yeah. like, very impressive. Uh, and again, Thank especially you. for the bike you're on, but it. Right. You know, there's more to it than that too. You know, and you're, you know, you've set it up pretty well, and you're putting a lot of work into it, and you've been riding the track, you know, it's a lot. Even, it's not even close to where it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that so much. I mean, I mean, it was it was super cool, you know. And it's not like, yeah. you know, when I took my dine out, you were always quicker, and on the duck, you know, I was definitely faster on my duck than on my dyna. And my, uh-huh. RC, my RC is a lot faster bike, although I don't know if I'm as fast on it as I was my duck. Yeah, well, you got to get used to it. You got to get well, comfortable it, with it. I mean, my duck was kind of a turd at the end of the straightaway, so it wasn't as scary. And the RC51 just keeps, <laughs> it keeps pulling and keeps pulling and keeps pulling. And uh, it, it scares me a little bit, as it should. I mean, you know, we're we're moving pretty good out there. That thing's yeah. a twin, but, too, uh, right? Like, you would be in well, Battle of the Twins. It, yeah, you could I, run in Battle I of the Twins. Fucking, until I built the motor, my, that, my bike had a, like a, I don't know. It died at 120 miles an hour. Yeah, but you, you know, know, even so Big Willow. How often? Maybe the back stretch you'd lose off a little bit, and maybe the front stretch. But that's yeah. not. You don't make up time on the straightaway. You turn know. eight. Yeah, you're probably doing turn 110 through that. It is yeah. if you're I'm not trying. too scared. Right. But if you see I'm, a guy I'm that's trying. real fast in the straightaways and not fast in the corners, you're going to catch him in turn two or three. Yeah. Right. right. You know, it, I mean, it's hard to pass him again. Like it's easy to pass on the straightaways, but Bro, it's, 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 it's hard to pass period, man. It is. And I'm, you know, I am it's funny. Cause like on a flat track, I'm so comfortable with guys like getting around them and moving around on the track and out there, I don't want to be by anyone. Yeah. I don't like, I'm just like, Oh, if I like brush them and we both go off, I'm going to feel so bad for them. But yeah. I, I mean, I think but when then you again, went around like, me, hey, dude, these these dudes are buzzing me like crazy. Turn eight and turn nine. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, and I just and I don't care, bro. Yeah, come get it, dude. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know nuts. what I mean. Like, uh, I, it you got to study the person and and be able to make the pass. Like, and as really, you yeah, and as you yeah. get more comfortable on that track too, it definitely helps. Like yeah. that's what I mean. Like on the flat track, I'm the same way, especially with certain people. You know, we can run elbow yeah. to elbow and, and bump each other and I'm totally comfortable, but it's for some reason on a sport bike track, I'm not, but I remember watching, it was a right hander. I think when you went around me, so maybe four at Willow and that soft tail or, or two, that soft tail looks so steady and like just smooth where the dinas would just wobble the whole time. And yeah. You, you know, even oh, bro, I, I, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right. Well, they're 60% stiffer than the Dinas. Yeah. According to well, the literature I, I, that came out when those well, things came the out. Swing arms according actually to the attached to the frame. According to me, bro, it's 100%. <laughs> yeah. Stiffer, bro, because <laughs> I try to disrupt that drivetrain. I yeah. physically do. Uh, you know, I, I'll i come in off the front straight into a gnarly corner, you know, Chuck Walla going counterclockwise. Yeah. 
and hop the curbs just to see how it feels to go. I, I like to do that in case I'm in a race and I need to hop the curb. Well, I like to know how it feels. I mean, whatever engineer and, decided to rubber mount the motor and then mount the swing arm to the motor. How no, fucking dumb. I mean, it's, like, it's cool for cruising. It's not even cool 60. for cruising. Yeah, maybe at 60. Uh, yeah, like 65 miles an hour, bro. We, that's that's chilling. In California, yeah. we cruise on the freeway at 80, though. Yeah. Those motherfuckers you have to. wobble. You ever drive? I mean, you're up, you're up north, but if you ever drive through Temecula, if you're not doing 80, you're getting ran over. Well, he's not too yeah. far north from here. Yeah, but I don't I know mean, if my, you ever commute through Temecula. My Dyna just it had to sit at 90. 80 mm-hmm. fucking sucked, bro. Mm-hmm. Like 75, 80 sucked. It had to be like... 90 miles yeah, an and hour. they'd dude, wobble on on ramps and shit. Yeah, man. It, my, dude, my Dyna didn't. Mine did. I, I mean, a little bit. But mine I mean, did. Once was, I put the spoof stabilizers on them, um, I didn't it, have it none of that. Sh- I, well, I also had a. I also had a 2001. You had a. You had yeah, a, mine was a later. Similar. It was an 09. But yeah, uh, I, I dude, I did the top motor mount from cycled. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was a beefy top motor mount. Did it have like was that the one with like the heim joint on the front on the top? Or? Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a super beefy motor mount and uh, um dude that, that 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 bike hauled ass. Yeah. But I can tell you this, it still got disrupted. you know, there's still things that disrupted the drivetrain yeah, and did. in the co- corners you had to be you had to be tucked in, you know, in the position and on the gas and just doing it right, you know what I mean? On the soft tail, I can fuck I mean, I can jump from one side to the other. Yeah, hit the gas and and let off the gas. And, you know, and I noticed on the Dyna, like even myself, and you were definitely faster out there than I was. And and I, your Dyna wasn't t- like you didn't have seventeens and stuff. But I I learned almost no. to use the wobble to my advantage. Right. <laughs> like you know, you you were so in tune with your bike that you well, learned dude, kind I, of to I do mean, it. Keep but, in mind, keep in mind, bro. I fucking I, I mean, I've been riding that bike in the canyons, for, right? Like, since I got it, but it's still a I limiting mean, factor, you know, and that soft so. tail just doesn't have it. No, and no. It, like I said, I <laughs> I remember like because I love riding out there with you, and especially like on the RC, so I can keep up. And this time I yeah. couldn't even keep up. <laughs> you just you went around, and it was like a corner later. You just pulled on me the yeah. whole way through the corner, and I was like, I was sitting back there watching you, like. That's fucking rad. That's so fucking <laughs> rad. Like that's all I could think. Like, I didn't give a shit about cool, anything. Dude. I was like, that's so fucking rad. Yeah, hey, I mean, it, I, and we're out there having fun, dude. Oh, that's dude, it's so much fun. I remember yeah, the first but, thing I did was go over and be like, dude, that's awesome. It, it's cool, <laughs> and it's cool. Like you know, with all the hooligan flat track and all its BS and all its like whatever it is, you know, yeah. there's there's so many guys that it's like it's fun to see your buddies go out and get better. You know, like we don't. And I, I feel like you guys on the pavement's the same. And, and yeah. so it was so cool to have you go around me like that and just be like, that motherfucker is next level. <laughs> like, it, it was just cool, you know, to see more and more of that and, and see guys out there taking it serious because we did the same shit with flat track. Like, right. you know, and it so it was just rad to see the bike development and your development and, and the whole package. It's so cool. And every time it's it's nuts. Cause every time I go out to the track and you're there, it's like, I see improvement and it. it's so rad. I appreciate that. Dude. Yeah, well, it's, I, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm practicing, you know, it's like, yeah. I used to go out to, to hang out and 
you know, pretend like we were out on the on the weekends in the canyons. <laughs> yeah, we were just kicking it with the homies, and like now I'm taking notes and yeah, checking tire pressure and and, and <laughs> watching, track temperature, watching and, race yeah. film. Did it, it yeah, happens? Yeah. I mean, that's you know, so that's the like, evolution listen, of it. You know, it, yeah. it is what it is, but that's definitely the evolution of it. Um, right. I want to talk. I want to know what you guys are, what you are up to, what you're going to be up to, and what you're developing. But I would like to say right here now, I bet I could give you like an old like 2007 Royal Enfield, you know, Bullet 500 before they even, you know. Car before they even when they were still carbureted, you know, still the same parts as 1958, and I'll be on an RC 213V, <laughs> and I bet you it still smoke me because it doesn't matter the power; it's the you know, right. it's the the laps you put in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. seat time, bro. It's seat time and practice, and um, especially you know, Chuckwalla. I've, I've yeah, never like, I've they I went to Chuckwalla once, and as soon as I got to the front gate, and they re- realized who I was, they wouldn't let me come in. <laughs> So I've never actually been out. I've never. I don't really know the track configuration out there. But you guys, yeah, it's, you know, it's you, fun. you've been cruising around to different ones and and setting up stuff. So what you guys are still going strong with Fred Motor. You guys are building it back up from the ground up. It sounds like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, what exciting plans you got coming up for us next? You know, to continue this year yeah. and and build out next year. We got a few. We're gonna we're gonna add a few bikes to the stable. <gasps> um few different bikes and uh have a variety so i take it your um, other your other kid's not going to do baseball <laughs> yeah, yeah. no no um you know uh we're that 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 i'm be, i'm taking care of i january okay. i got my i got my my class a license so i've been driving making some money nice like uh, i don't know Hot if you damn. guys know I mean, you guys are I know Wiggins does, but it, yeah, I see. Uh, I pay attention I've, to it and see a little bit of what's going on. I've been I've been a, a entrepreneur, like business owner, whatever, like since two thousand eight, and uh, you know, been a struggling business owner. So I'm I'm finally saying fuck it and making some money and uh, you know, trying to start start it again. You know, uh, obviously my passion. You guys you know where it's at, so that's where it's always going to end up. But right. You uh, you make now. and sell pinatas on the side when you're not doing motorcycle yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but right now um, we're gonna, you know, it's it, everything's been a struggle for us. Um, let alone just getting to the track, we always got to rent shit. So we're adding uh, the vehicles that we need. We're adding, you know, the the stuff that we need to get to the track and to travel, say, you know, to other states. Because there are races that we can get, you know, race in, um, and uh, that's what we're going to start doing is going, you know, Dude, farther. That's uh, rad. But because there is people, uh, there is people all over the place right now, uh, taking their Harleys to the racetrack, and there, there's a yeah. few guys that are going to the racetracks that that even Arma goes to. That you know, we can eventually start building you know, the actual race class. Cause right now we just race in a class. Like we have to race with the big Ducatis, like the 900 and up yeah. class. You know what I mean? So it's not really, it is yeah. what it is, bro. Like it's fun. I don't care. Like they don't, they don't lap me, but, uh, it'd be fun to have multiple Harleys out there. Yeah. It was me and Lucas out there, uh, in April, you know, fighting. He, he went a little too hot, went off the track, and, and you know, and... Uh, so now it's just you, know, you I, out I there. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, I, I've been um, looking you know, at the stuff you've been posting on Instagram of like all the guys racing Harleys in Japan of all places. Like, do they have those full race classes? Oh yeah, those, yeah, those guys have been doing it forever. They man. have. Like, yeah. I've been watching those guys since I was in the canyons, and and being like, damn, I want to like. That's what I wanted to do out here was start a race class like how they, I don't know if it's a full blown Harley race class or how they do it out there, but like it's fucking. I like, think they I, run against regular sport bikes. Yeah, I mean, but it's there's a lot more Harleys out there doing it. Yeah, yeah, there so are. I don't know if they actually have a a, a, a Harley class per se, but yeah. they have a lot of dudes that are out there dedicated, really. Yeah, you know, and, uh, all it takes is like five guys. There used to be yeah. that an armor class, that, or not an armor class. I'm sorry, an AMA class, but it was only regional. It was only like Midwest region Harley uh-huh. Rider Club or something. They used to ride the 848 Huggers around. And uh, yeah. and if you guys want to see the Japanese guys, <laughs> the one I'm going to spell out, it's I C H A N G 808. Yeah, I Chang 808. Yeah, and then yeah. he's part of uh, Joyride Speed Shop. Um, okay. Is that the one that had like fifty Harleys going down the straightaway at like Suzuka or something? There was yeah, I just saw one that that, that they had a bunch of Harleys. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm I like, think dude, it's that's the so fucking rad, bro. It's a different like, track. It's, like, it's not how, Suzuka. How, how do you not think that's rad? Oh, yeah. dude, it's like, so fucking cool. There's a lot of them have XR twelve hundreds, couple FXRs, yeah. and then FXRs the one guy's out there on a dyno sets and shit. But hey, those yeah. guys they have multiple bikes, bro. They're yeah. they're taking they're taking it serious. And they are. And, and it's because it's fun, bro. Like I, it's, it's. I think a lot, you know, if we can just get guys out to the track, mm-hmm. you know, not everyone's going to get hooked, you know, and want to go racing. But the more guys you can get out to do it, the more uh-huh. guys that will get hooked and will want to race. But, you know, I I want anyone listening to know that uh, you take a Dyna, a soft tail. Dude, there's, uh, I don't know where the guy's at. Is he Australia? The dude on a bagger? Oh, yeah. That's uh, Ferg. Yeah, I mean, Berg, Berg, hold on, hold on. Sorry, Berg is out there. Yeah, I mean, you can. Um, he's out there on a, on a Road King. Yeah, and no. a uh, yeah. and a Dyna. Yeah, and he's, he's taking the soft tail out there also. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, dude, uh, he's he's a uh, of uh, uh, you know, I don't know if he like owns it or whatever, but gasoline Harley Davidson out there in Australia, uh, he's. Uh, that's who he rolls with, and wow. he's like, he's out there racing the bikes too. Yeah. You know, I got racing, but he's he's taking them on the track days and shit. And, yeah, uh, I believe he like owns one of the dealerships. Crazy. So, I got a so buddy that. in Australia that he, you would never guess by the stuff that he's owned and the stuff that he rides, but he's always. Uh, whenever he sees a Harley, he used to draw them and sell them, you know, sell like uh, prints of them and stuff. And he's always, when he's in Australia, whenever he sees one, yeah, he's always keen to point it out and like pick out what, what's so cool about it. And he's not a BS guy. Like he's not a cruiser guy. He's a fast riding, yeah. you know, tons, yeah. of, tons of canyons over there to carve. And he's, so he's like always picking out the ones that would be so fun to rip. And yeah, it's, it's, they're bigger over there than, than I thought. So yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing worldwide, this whole thing. So, I mean, I guess yeah. we just talked to a guy two weeks ago about sidecars, you know what I'm saying? And it, it just takes, oh, bro, they, they, they race them with Arma. They yeah. go around and, and like, that's what's so, well, dude, All I it, to the, it just takes I, a few people, you know? Yeah. I talked to one of the guys that does the tank shift. Uh, bikes. So he came over and talked to t- talked to us in our pit. He's like, "I'm gonna get you guys to come over to the dark side." You know, like that's what he kept. <laughs> he's, he wanted us to. You know, he's like, "Eventually, you guys will be riding Indians and blah blah blah." I said, "No, nah, I don't know, man." You know, 
But he goes, dude, he was from Florida, bro. And he was in like an old school pickup with a tiny ass little trailer. And he's like, I might be beating a dead horse, but I'm going everywhere I can and trying to get more tank shifters. You know, like he's trying to keep yeah. his class alive. You yeah, know? yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you don't care. There's two guys out there racing, bro, but they're out there doing it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Every, uh, everybody just needs to find, fun. you know, get with that group of five and make it 10. You know, yeah. that's what the sidecar guy was talking about is that they, it's so hard to get people into these kooky niche, you know, but then once you get in and you realize how fun it is, you know, it's just, it's amazing. Oh, to there's, see. there's a ton of sidecars out there at Arma when we see them out there. Yeah. I mean, they got, they got quite a few actually, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. um, and, and it's a wide variety of, of, I don't know if you've been out there during the races, but I mean, there's so many different bikes race racing. It's like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I used to go to the Corsa every year and you would like, like you're saying, you would see stuff from like the 1960s out there, like single, you know, cylinder dude, there's a moth the size of a frigging hummingbird in here right now. And it's just chased Wiggins out. (laughs) I didn't know he was scared of flying. Pterodactyl. Yeah, dude, basically. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, you know, you, you do see all sorts of crazy stuff. And speaking of Harleys, there's a bunch of old, like, uh, KRs that show up out there or air Maki, like 350 and 500 oh, yeah. Harleys yeah, 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 that yeah. are out there, like full fairing, uh, full fairing race bikes and stuff yep. that are out there. It's one just dude so was, uh, cool. He, he, wrecked one, he wrecked one one day out oh, the last year. Dang. And that's I'm a like, bummer to see. <laughs> but dude, he's, he's, he was out there this year. Yeah. On, you know, he had two of them. He was out there with one of them this year. But I mean, dude, that's racing, bro. And, like yeah. these guys are, you know, people are like, oh, my bike's too nice. And it's like, some <laughs> of these bikes are one of a kind. Yeah. You know? and, and they're still out there racing it We're, because they fucking love it. Yeah. And you like, don't, that's it, you don't you know? get an old, you know, you don't have the chance to race an older bike and not take the risks that you take racing you know racing is racing wiggins and i were just talking about this last week because uh i used to go to the classic speed fest you know back when i worked at a body shop and i was super into car racing and stuff and i would see dudes bin these like one one-off porsches from like 1960 and you're like oh my god who is gonna where are they gonna get the body work for that somebody's gonna have to go roll it by hand again like they did back in 1958 you know and uh so yeah these motorcycles the same same sort of thing and uh, racing Harleys that just drills down even further, another level. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, dude, it's like my my Dyna. That thing wasn't. I mean, that thing wasn't a a scrapyard fucking bike. That thing was. Uh, it had a lot of good components on it, but I sent it down the freaking racetrack, you know, uh, just like everybody else does. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what do you and, uh, you still have that you're racing right now? The Softail, right? Is the yeah. F- yeah. Street? No, what do you have? What are you raising? I'm on the Fat Bob. That's what I thought. Okay. Call it the Race Bob. The Race Bob, which sounds like somebody from Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Race Bob, you want to go fast this weekend? Uh, Uh, I sure do. That's what we're we're doing. (laughs) Rad. Getting her done. Yeah. um, How many guys are coming out with you on track days you know i know you're obviously you said you're sitting out the next few until your leg is uh you know not a piece we, of spaghetti anymore but we we fucking hit it so hard the past couple of years and yeah i love going to track days and i love riding but like I, we hit it so hard that we kind of outdid ourselves mm. you know what i mean and we mm-hmm. did it that we we went so many times because we wanted to get more people coming so every time someone was like, hey, look, I can go this day, we're like, fuck it, every, let's get as many people as we can to the track day. You know what I mean? So 
um now we're kind of we've been cooling it just because we kind of have to yeah um the plan is to uh you know I, th- there's been a couple dudes that you know lucas and a couple guys are still going out um even though i'm not going out or whatever but uh we've had up to like eight guys at a track day before dang that's a full race that's like your own race class right there oh yeah yeah. if it was a race if it was a race i mean if they all had their licenses and a couple you know three three guys were brand new but i mean if they all had their race licenses and i mean that would have been a full-blown race you know yeah and we'll have our own start and our own finish but it, it may be in a in a wave of a bunch of bikes, but we'll have a Harley. You know, it doesn't have to be Harley. It could be a. Uh, I, I picture it being an American V twin one. Yeah, Harley, um, old but, Indian, maybe a Crocker yeah. if you got one. I mean, it just what whatever you a know. Victory I mean, whatever, Vision out there, whatever fits. Yeah, yeah, whatever fucking fits. I mean, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, dude. I mean, uh, come August at Button Willow for Arma, we should have. We hope to have about four or five guys. We, we're hoping that two of the guys are going to step up and get their race license on that Friday and be able to race with us on Saturday and Sunday. So, And I'm going to hit it hard because that's going to be the first time I'm back in it. Yeah. So I'm going to race both days, probably two races a day. Yeah. Ooh, but right that's because I'm, I'm hitting training and uh, doing everything I can to fucking You got something to, to prove. Physically. What's up? <laughs> so you got something to prove. Yeah, well, I got I got a lap time. Well, I mean, I don't really have a lap time to beat at Button Willow, but Button Willow I do fucking really love. And uh, I just, dude, I want to win, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I want to beat sport bikes, let alone <laughs> Harley's. Rad. Like, yeah. My mentality has always been, like, I'm going to go fucking make those dudes look like idiots. You know, if they give me a chance, I'm going to make them look like an idiot because they're going to get beat by Harley. Yeah. So. Uh, and maybe that won't. Makes, Maybe that won't be, uh, you know, a thing anymore. Like, oh, you got beat by a Harley. Like saying, oh, I got beat by a girl or something like that. You know, like maybe that'll just be the new, There, hey, there's Harleys out here racing. Prepare to get beat by one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah hey. I mean, just, uh, considering that, you know, I'm put, I'm, I'm breaking barriers already uh, that, I, that I, you know, basically I'm going past where I was riding on my Dyna on the soft tail. And I don't even have it sitting where I where you know, I thought I had it close to where I needed it, but it's I mean it's way off. How long so, has it taken you to develop it to where it is today? How many how many track days and and months? Yeah. I mean, I don't. <laughs> well, it, it's crazy too. Like it's been uh, like a year and a half, and probably yeah. like two track days a month. Once you get it like kind of dialed, and then you go ride it. Like you fixed some problems, but you've gotten better. The bike's gotten better. Yeah. And you found problems that you didn't know were problems. Uh, Right, right. It's a a constant process. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're constantly getting used to the bike. Like I still haven't, I'm still not as confident on the soft tail as I was on my Dyna. Even though the Dyna was, had wobbles at high, you know, I was still hitting close to the same speed in turn eight on my Dyna. But, uh, you know, I was way more comfortable on that bike. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like you're pushing the edge on this one, so maybe that's something you need to iron. Just that part to iron out, right? Once you get that ironed out, yeah, you're gonna find something else now. Like, oh, oh I mean, dude, it, once I get it to the the, the level, it, it's it's basically um, it's just a, a, a minor 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 changes are gonna get done, 
and uh, it's been putting that bike under a lot of uh, stress. Yeah, and and I and I and dude, I should probably pay attention a lot more, but I just go out. A lot of the times, I just go out and ride. Yeah, you know. Does that and, uh, have an effect and, on and, what you've been building in the shop? You know what I'm saying? No, it, it's just because like I'm used to riding the dyno, where it's like I know it's going to wobble, so I just go out there and ride it and get used to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I've got used to the suspension to where I, I liked it. And I I could do a lot of shit with it, but when I actually was hitting it, you know, when I'm in the race, when I'm in race mode and going after it, it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? So. Um, uh, I'm gonna, you know, go back to the drawing board and go go talk to Russ, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some, make some changes on that and uh, get that bike sitting a little bit taller. Yeah, in the rear, and because uh, I mean, dude, I'm 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 slamming. I had the SoCal mids on there prior to the SoCal mids. It was the stock mids, and I had a huge issue because I was scraping everything. Yeah, in no, my race. Yeah, yeah, you guys were like. You know, it was surprising to see how far you guys were getting those things leaned over once you got the pegs up. And now you're like, we got these new pegs that we made, and now we need to make yeah. new ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, so, yeah, like this, the with the different mid controls, um, I'm, I was still smacking those things like on the ground, dude. Yeah. So it was just, I, I, I always thought, okay, it's just the mid, once I get the mid controls gone, then I'll, you know, I thought I had the, uh, the ground clearance fine. And I just thought the the mid controls were the issue, so I changed the mid controls. Realized that it wasn't just the mid controls; it's the ground clearance still too. When I'm hitting that corner, hitting the brakes, and slamming down, and getting on the gas, I'm squatting down and and slamming the fucking ground. You know, so <laughs> uh, it's 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 gnarly when you're in a race. You know what I mean? So you look at those mid controls that I took off my bike; they're they're hammered. You know, and that yeah. was just from one race, and, and like it wasn't like a gradual little scrape; it was a boom <laughs> to the primary side. You know, and yeah. In turn, turn three, turn three at uh, in, in you know at Big Willow, uh, just going in hot, and you know one, two, three. That was the one leading up to the Omega, right? So you had a yeah. lot of you had a lot of speed, and you needed to get a lot of lean. I remember Eric yeah. just you know the first day we met you guys up there. And he had a he came in and he had every lap grinding off a few, you know, eighths off of his uh, primary until it finally went all the way through. So <laughs> right, he, yeah. he he raised his bike up since then. Uh huh. He got a little bit more height on his bike, and that thing's like a monster truck. And and he, I mean, he helped, like he doesn't really have that issue anymore. Yeah, no, that's cool to I see. Think you guys. He's running fifteens, or or I think he, I think he has fifteens on his Dyna. Dang, that's like a. And then, uh, uh, and then Lucas now has 16s on his FXR. Man, so these dudes. I mean, I Lucas actually passed me in the race, and and I watched him, and I I got him back, but I watched him go through turn two, and I'm sitting there scraping, and he was like a foot off the ground. I'm like this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's it, it it's minor things, but I mean it, it really makes a big difference. I mean it. I had to work to to pass him back, you know what I mean. But he saw he saw how how hard I hit that freaking the foot peg, and like he was right behind me when I when I did all that shit. So he was able to get a pass, but I got him back, and then he tried to get me back, and he went off the track. So, <laughs> Karma, you know? baby. But that's but that's fun. That's just how it, that's that's fun. You know, what I mean? we had the the most fun. Like, I wish he would have stayed on the track because 
when he went inside on me on turn three, I was like, whoa, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> and then he just locked it up and went straight, you know, kept going. <laughs> I was like, he's going way too, because he just wanted to pass me so bad. I was like, but, and I told him, you got greedy. And he admitted, you know, you, you get greedy and you fuck up and that costs you the race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, that's it, rad. You know, it just so happens I ended up getting third place, but nice. I, you know, which I didn't know that, you know, didn't know that would be a factor. But since we fit in that class, that third place actually, I get the points. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, not like with CVMA where we're running with, you know, R6s or, yeah, oh, yeah, or, yeah. you know, FZ10s or whatever they are. Like the, you know, if if I did place third, I wouldn't get points or anything. So it's kind of cool with Arma that now we're getting taking it more serious. Like I'm going to start traveling with Arma, going to these different races. Hopefully, getting more Harleys out there, which in turn will help the sport of racing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like get, bring more, bring more freaking uh, eyes to racing, and that's what I, even the the professional road racers they're all out there tr- trying to do that too. Because yeah. it's you know. It's a sport that's a, it's a neat a niche sport. Oh know? yeah. But, well, and then you um, add Harley's to the mix, and it becomes way niche. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's not just like it's not like oh, there's some NASCAR fucking Harley's coming in here. Like <laughs> we're we're talking, you know, there's there's probably going to be different classes, but dude, these soft tails when they're fucking set up properly, bro, they're sport bikes, man. I'm telling yeah. you straight up, like this bike will be a sport bike. Yeah. No, but I'm when excited. I don't have to fucking. I, I love... don't have to worry about scraping, you know. And and I got my bike. It's at Vance and Hines right now. They're making a pipe for it. When I'm when I stop scraping shit on the ground, it's gonna go really fast. You'll be dangerous. You know? <laughs> you know? So rad. It's already dangerous, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and everyone, you know, people think it's like you know, and and, and I I don't I don't got no street cred no more, bro, because I don't ride on the street. And it's like, oh, fucking this. You know what? Fuck that, bro. People don't realize how fast we're going, and like, it's way gnarlier than, you know, way gnarlier than you could ever ride on the street. Oh yeah, you know, but yeah. it's not as cool because you know maybe you're wearing a suit or whatever. But I'll tell you what, man. I think uh, that's actually cooler, and you know, <laughs> well, to be it, it, it once 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 people and, and and what we were talking about getting more people to the track. Classic track days does a really good fucking job at that. Ramming speed and, yeah, and Brady does. and those guys, they yeah. do a twenty dollar uh like you come to the racetrack, you uh in what you wrote whatever you rode in on, as long as you have a DOT helmet, they like you to have a jacket, but for twenty bucks you get three laps around the track. Yeah. You don't have to be in a full leather suit, but you can come out there and and you did it, right, Larry? Yep. Yep. Sure did. Yeah, you, you a, did it on your bike. My I crummy mean, little 250. Is, that is that right there. But but you know what? That like gets people. I think that's something so rad that'll get people opening their eyes. Cause yeah. Even though you're not hauling ass on those three laps, like you then realize like, whoa. Hey, this on my on my big... 250, I actually was just to keep up with people <laughs> that weren't <laughs> they weren't hauling ass, but I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it it, it, it opened the first time I got on the racetrack at Chuckwalla. I was like, whoa, this is a big canyon. Yeah, yeah. I just fucking hit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was like it was like second nature, and then I realized, whoa, I suck. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And uh, I- dude, it's. And I haven't been 
I hadn't been, you know, when a long, long time ago, uh, when like when I first started riding, uh, my buddy and I were into cafe racers, and that's why we got into Armas because like a lot of our friends had cafe racers that they were actually racing. And we went out there to party. Uh, this is like years and years ago. But yeah, they at nighttime, if you camped there, we would go out onto the track. It was so laid back and so weird. Like it was almost like the wild, wild west. And we would ride out there on the track and they wouldn't say anything. You know, it's not like people were crashing and leaving oil all over the track or anything. But we were right. we were out there and I was on a bigger bike then. But I wasn't, you know, we we weren't doing like you do on a track day, but it was still so much fun. You do realize right. like, Hey, everyone's going in one direction and we could, if we wanted to, if it was daylight out too, we could, uh, really like get on it and, uh, lo- you know, fall in love with rate going fast and learning bikes. Like it's, it's a fun thing, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun then. And you guys seem like you're having a lot of fun now. And, and just the fact that it's getting you to develop your bike, to where it is and all that stuff is pretty pretty amazing. Um, hey man, we're coming up on an hour. Do you want to uh, you oh, want to cut you loose? Hey dude, I, you know me. I could talk about this shit forever, dog. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, uh, Wiggins, are, Wiggins, are you listening to people beat on pots and pans over there? What's up? <laughs> I thought Wiggins was listening to people beat on pots and pans. We're gonna take yeah. a quick uh, quick break here. Uh, we're going to come back. We're actually going to talk about racing a little bit on a road, uh, Isla Man style, because Isla Man's happening uh-huh. right now. And if you want to hang out with us, you're more than welcome. Sure, dude. I'll, I'll kick it for a little bit. All righty. We'll we're going to take a quick break. You won't be able to hear us, only the sweet, sweet sounds of our stupid ad spots that we have this week. But we'll be right back with Tony from Shred Moto Co. And uh, one of these days, we'll get Eric in here. We'll get him to come and yak about uh, Jiffy Tune and his Dyna. Is he still on a Dyna? <coughs> he that, sure is. That chump? Yeah, yeah he was riding his soft tail a little bit, but I think it was someone else's. You were just kind of testing Yeah, yeah, they, they, were, uh, they were dabbling with the soft tail. Yeah. They have one, actually, of a fat bob, but it hasn't gotten the attention that it needs yet. But, yeah, his his... His dyna is a monster. That thing's pretty quick. So, <laughs> <Rat. coughs> you know, um, all right. But. Well, I'm going to turn us down for these ads real quick. We'll be right back in like 30 seconds. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan Flats from Flats Tires reminding you to come on down and get everything you need for your bike. We've got tires, they're round made of rubber and we supply everything you need including valve stems the only thing you need to supply is the air that's right come down to flats tires we're on the corner of state street and first down in epperton for over 125 and a half years no pickle has been more trusted by motorcycle champions everywhere than clobman pickles you want to win your race Put a clobbin' pickle in your face. Clobbin's guaranteed. I'm not a clobbin' and I recommend clobbin' pickles for the win. You heard, Mama. Put a clobbin's in your mouth and a championship trophy on your shelf. Clobbin's, the only pickle for motorcyclists. Hey there, listeners. This is Patreon subscriber Nerissa coming to you from Inside My Helmet, in the land of beer and cheese, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 
You're listening to the Creative Writing Podcast because you're obviously ridiculously good looking. I don't know about that, Narissa. You've never seen Tony. What's up? <laughs> I said, she's never seen you. She said, you're obviously ridiculously good looking. And I was like, well, she's never seen Tony before. Tony's the supermodel of uh, Harley Davidson Racing. Um, all we need to do is get you a Clobman pickle sponsorship. Dude, those things make people—I don't know what it is about those pickles, but they make people haul ass. And uh, yeah, we need to get you get you one of those. Get a championship trophy on your shelf. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. Right now, the uh, m- this is one of my favorite times of year, mostly because like everybody's writing at this point, not just people in SoCal that everyone complains about, but everyone's out there getting some miles under the belt, whether they're touring the USA, doing all the fun Americade rides and all that great stuff that they do. And you know, where it's been snowing for like the last 24 years. And now it's like that game of Thrones episodes, just all snow and like crazy people walking around and now they're out riding. (laughs) And uh, so this is my favorite time of year because not only that, stuff's happening but also isle of man happens and right after that pike's peak happens and uh all that great stuff so the isle of man is going on right now and i had a brief overview prepared for last week that we never really went over but um the first race man in 1907 and uh up until like 1976 it was part of the moto gp before they called moto gp gp it was part of the MotoGP uh, round. You had to go over there and, and road race on that uh, circuit, dude. And, like, you were actually road racing. And it was kind of funny listening to you earlier, Tony, talking about the bikes and how they handle it in the canyons versus on the track. Because some of the du- some of the guys, I think Michael Rudder this year, was on a R- RC213V, you know, Honda's, like, MotoGP bike, right? And it sucked. And it wouldn't do well because it's used to being on, like, nice paved, groomed flat tracks with no bumps in them and no, you know, on the Isle of Man, you're racing on public roads that have been closed. So it really sucked. And, um, I was actually surprised to see him, uh, do so well. Um, and it was partly because the, the race got cut short, but yeah, they're out there doing kind of what you used to do, which is huck around in the canyons until you decide to take your Canyon bike and make it a race bike. So, (laughs) Sounds like Tony's on a on a fishing boat right now. I'm going to turn you down just a tad <laughs> while you re- while you reel the big one in. <laughs> it's okay, but um, but yeah. So this year, Wiggins and I were talking about it just a little bit before we called you. Um, I I started to blabber on about it, but now I'll, I'll really blabber about it. Due to the weather over there, it's been kind of crazy. Like the weather here, where like it's me and you know me and Wiggs were talking about how it's June, and my wife went to the beach with the kids today, and it was like raining down there. And I'm like, what the hell? So over there, it's been pouring and super foggy, and they had to cut like the first week of qualifying. They had to do it in stages, and that and it's actually kind of bled over into this week when they normally start racing. And so it's kind of crazy. This week. Um, they did the Superbike TT and the Sidecar TT on Monday, along with the uh, Supersport Race 1. Um, the Superbike TT got cut, uh, let me see, I think they cut it two laps short because um, there was a red flag. And uh, Peter Hickman, who is like the fastest road racer in the world right now, he set like a 135 over there last year. And uh, he was ripping this year and it got cut short uh, by two laps because somebody... Uh, died um a guy named daly matheson 
had an off. And of course, it's like one of the most dangerous road races also because there's no runoff at the Isle of Man. And so they're doing like 135 mile an hour average laps, which they're still, they're doing like MotoGP speeds, like up around like 218, 220, 225 on the straights. But they're doing it for such a long time that their average speeds are about 100 miles. Well, no, I'm sorry. They're about 35 miles an hour faster than like any other road racing series so it's like literally the fastest motorsport in the world and when you come off you come off hard so these dudes uh usually don't survive yeah they don't survive when they hit when they come off so the superbike uh it was only two laps um because of a red flag but it was hickman um and harrison who both set 135s last year on the island it's 37 mile course, so you do two laps and then you come in for gas because we all know race bikes get about two miles to the gallon. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> they drink when you hit that. Yeah, stuff. so they get about two laps and have to pit anyway. So they My bike's not the only one. No, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Those race bikes. Yeah, a- anything, anything. They uh, when you're going that when you're doing those sustained speeds, dude. 37 miles. Yeah. You're like sweating. Am I going to make it 37 miles? That's why right. the uh, the freaking electric bike race is only one lap because. Dude, they're doing such crazy speeds that they can only make one lap on that thing. But um, the sidecar, the sidecars got cut down to you know three laps, and the Birchall Bros won their sixth uh, consecutive uh, race there. And there was these newcomers, these young kids, these uh, Crow brothers, and they actually placed fifth. This is their first time ever racing on the island, so they're doing pretty good um, coming out into like a field of vets, you know. And then the Super Sport race, it was only two laps. Um, because by the time they got the course cleared from the crash and stuff like that, they, the weather started, it just started pissing and it's just been so crazy. They canceled, um, most of the races for the next day, they canceled qualifying. It was like they raced Monday, they canceled Tuesday. They raced one race this morning and then canceled the rest of them. They're going to do them tomorrow if weather permits. And so it's just been a shit show over there. Um, but it is really cool in the super sports. Lee Johnston got his first. Um, uh, super sport race despite worsening rain and it was his very first win he's been over there he's got multiple like podiums and and other road race wins but this was his first actual tt win and he got a 126 87 average speed which is pretty sweet and james uh hillier and peter hickman took third and fourth consecutively with uh, harrison dunlop and cummings rounding out the top six and it kind of sucks. I just read Michael Dunlop's biography last year about how, you know, he, he lost his dad. He lost his brother last year. He lost his uncle, who is like the all-time Isle of Man TT uh, winner with 26 wins. And this dude, has, he's only, I think he's just into his 30s. And he's just been like on a tear, right? And his book was pretty cool because when he was a kid, he he – he did what you did. He got out on the track and he's like, Oh crap, I suck. But if I bounce off enough walls, I'll be able to (laughs) cross the finish line first, you know, as long as I don't fall more than the other guys. So like that was his whole strategy is like ride the bike like a maniac and just don't fall as much as the other dudes. Right. So it's cool. It's been cool to see his journey as he's been coming up and winning more and more. But this year he really hasn't shown. He set the fastest lap in 2017. I want to say, and then, uh, you know, last year was kind of a, a down year for him. And then this year he was getting sponsorship and stuff. And I think he had an injury. And then this year, just because of the weather, he, he hasn't, it's only been two laps per race. So he hasn't had the chance to like catch up and, and do everything. So it was kind of a bummer. It's kind of been like a bum year just seeing all these guys go out and, 
have their races canceled and then sweet now we're going to get to run two laps and then they're going to cancel it again so they're not it's not like a full tt this year it's kind of hard to get excited about it except for the fact that uh the guys that i already thought were going to be on top are out there finishing it so i don't know we'll have to we'll have to see how the rest of it shapes up and they're going to be running um i just looked at the schedule for thursday they're going to be running like the superbike uh race number two the zero uh, TT, the super stock TT, and I think the lightweights tomorrow. They're just cramming them all in because they're like, dude, the two weeks, it's normally two weeks of re- qualifying and racing, and we're going to have to cram it into like two days because you know our two-week time period is going to be over uh, come Saturday. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird year for it, but it's pretty cool. Um, and it's actually doing... It's like if you were to take your Dyna or your Softail out there into the canyons and actually get scored, you know, have people like uh, taking lap times and stuff for you. So that's that's kind of the one cool thing we, about it. That's that's kind of how it started. I mean, not not that to that extent, but yeah, that's yeah. We started. We started. I started racing other bikes from the top of the snake or the bottom of the snake to the top. There you go. So we had people timing it from the top and bottom. I mean, we did that in the canyons. But yeah, well, not like the. I like the Isle of Man shit, but yeah. I mean, that would be fucking. That would be pretty cool. You know, I've always thought because they do a tar- Targa of Newfoundland with cars and stuff, and I've, and I always thought, dude, like doing it with bikes would be so cool. The only thing is, is getting communities to shut down like that, like the Isle of Man, yeah. like they shut their. You know, they do qualifying yeah. and then they open the roads for people to get around for a couple hours and then they shut the whole island down again. And so it's just kind of weird. It's be, it'd be hard to do that in the U.S. with, you know, people, if they weren't making money off it, they're basically losing money by having the roads shut. But I've always fantasized about what, what if in, what if here in California, we should do this. Uh, uh, this is off the record. Everybody. This is alleged that I'm talking to uh, Tony about this right now. We should do like a, a cannonball you know, kind of off the radar where you go up the snake and you have people time it. And then, you know, there's a underground race uh, series and you get like a medal. And then you go over to Angeles Crest and you race from that shell station up to Newcombs and you see who does the fastest time. Then you go over to Big Tahunga. Then you go over to Azusa Canyon and then you go over to um, Ortega. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just, underground I, can't, race I can't series. fucking... I, I I wouldn't be able to do it, man. Just fucking, <laughs> just, just just the fact that, that it could kill people, man. You, you, you know? know what? Right. But and just just the just because shit. I used to fucking. I just I used to be like, hey, everybody needs to come out to the canyons and shred. Like, dude, no. Yeah. So yeah. No, unless I, it was something. Unless it was something like the Isle of Man, where it's closed course and it's racing. Like, I don't want to fucking be a part of dudes going out there to try to win something. And, and get stuffed under a car because they, <laughs> right. they they yeah. they bottomed out. You know, right. I, I've seen too much shit, bro. Uh, that's just you know, hate to be a downer, but oh man, what a no, downer! I agree. Like once you go to like a clean groom track with runoff and no gravel and and corners designed to be taken at high speed, you don't want to go back to a street where you don't know what's going on. What's around? I still haven't. Corner, I yeah? still haven't ridden one of those tracks, by the way, but. <laughs> Yeah, Willow's a little rough. I was gonna say, if you go off in Willow, dude, you're guaranteed to go into a few gopher holes, maybe into an old plow that's out there, or into a wheelbarrow. You better hope you slow down before you get off that track. (laughs) Last time we were there, they were like, uh, "Oh, we heard it was resurfaced," and they were like, "It was more like spray painted." 
pretty much. <laughs> they just put a fresh coat of spray paint on top. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Chuck Wallace, since it's out in the desert, uh, I guess the runoff is by default, right? Like the runoff yeah. is because there's nothing around it for miles. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you know how to dirt bike. Yeah. Still. Oh, geez. Could you imagine if they yeah ran... Uh, had just a supermoto track going around the outside of it just in case you went off then you could still enjoy yourself but yeah, yeah no it, it's pretty amazing and no, it would be it, it it would be cool though a cannonball fucking thing that would be rad yeah but, if you ever watch uh, the targa of newfoundland you know they're all safe about it and if the guys of course they're in cars with roll bars and roll cages and right. seat belts so it's a little safer but uh, if they go off into somebody's, you know, take a turn wrong and go into somebody's yard or off into somebody's farm, they got to pay. I think they do that on the TT as well. You got to pay for, damn it, you go into somebody's sheepfold and you got to pay for the <laughs> fence. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be the oh, same sort of thing. I would imagine so. Listen, up on Mulholland, you go into somebody's like million dollar pool though, or like smash through their all glass house and you're like oh jesus like right. i guess i'll take out a lien on my house now to pay for your your wall but yeah, uh you go flying off the cliff <laughs> you don't know where that bike's gonna end up hell yeah you know what that's true and <laughs> there it's a little bit scarier once you get up there and you see some of these drops it's uh pretty gnarly you know what i'm saying the Calif- yeah, it, california know, and, and i never used to care i never used to really give a fuck and uh and used to go out there scraping shit and getting gnarly but you know, call me call me what it is, but you know I like uh, I like to get home. Yeah, I will and, call you. And, uh, I'll call you very wise. You know that's yeah, that, that's know, called wisdom, uh, right there. I just, I just I I seen a lot of the you know I seen too many cars over the double yellow line or yeah. bicyclists oh, yeah. or you know people stopped in the road. It's it flipping bitches and and uh, and blind corners. Right. You know it's. It's not when you want to get to the when you're riding at the level that I like to go at, like it gets really fucking, you know. Hey man, those guys riding that TT shit, they know what they signed up for. Exactly, they're in cars. They're they're not they're not in traffic. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? You so, know, even Pikes Peak, like <clears throat> watching some of those guys go off those hills. Like, I want to do that shit. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that would be my, super rad, dude. It's it's uh, so, at the end of ne- at the end of God. This is June already. It's going to be at the end of this month, man. They already they yeah they they closed. Uh, but I'm just saying, the they closed it for the official race, but I'm just saying, you know, I go up there and I fake a heart attack at the top so traffic can't go up, and you guys, we bring a whole bunch of guys <laughs> right up to me, and then <laughs> magically I'm better by the time you guys get up there, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, dude, we'll just fucking haul ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hey, trust me, I've already been looking into it, man. Yeah. That's something, that's, uh, that's something that, that I'm going to be doing yeah. um, as and soon as I can. That's very similar to the Isle of Man where, you know, you qualify <laughs> – I believe in the afternoon and then they, you go up the hill and people go on it all day and then they shut it down. And it's like, once you're up there, there's no coming down because then we're racing and then we'll open it again to traffic. So it's the same sort of thing where you got to qualify in between uh, the park being open for people. So sometimes it's like a a. 3am roll call. You're up at five or as soon as the sun is up out there racing your ass off until eight o'clock when it opens for people. And then you got to stop and then, as soon as it closes, you're back up there again, setting your, you know, racing. So it, it's sort of the same thing as the Isle of Man where, yeah, people live there and people, uh, it's a public thing. So you got to respect that. But damn, it's fun to watch the guys haul ass. And that'll be coming up, uh, I yeah. think in three it's weeks. Yeah, three weeks or something like that. So check it out. Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. 
that's uh, one of my bucket list things too, just to go watch it, not to not to do it, you know. Yeah, see, I I want to I want to. That's because canyon. Trust me, I do love riding in the canyons, and I and and being on that road on an open road is is something I want to do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, it just. And, and I'm actually building a bike right now for the street to go out and ride the canyons again. But I'm no just, kidding. it's just, you can't get to the level that you're at on well, the racetrack. You definitely can't and, push it with the same yeah. and, and expect the same results if things right. go sideways, right? Even on yeah. the racetrack, you're not guaranteed anything, but you're guaranteed 100%. a little more than, yeah, uh, a, cliff. a cliff or a mountainside or a car yeah. coming right yeah, yeah. to your lane. And, and, and <laughs> the, the thing that scares me the most is the car. Yeah. You know? Um, cause that I can't control. Yeah. yeah. So. And if it's full of nuns, then you feel all bad, you know, like, you know, <laughs> well, at least you know, I would, they'll, they'll feel really bad because I'll be dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Right. Um, um yeah, that's, you, that's the issue with the canyons. Yeah, for sure. And it is, and not that it's not fun to still, uh, no, it, it's go fun cruise to, and, and ride it's them. It's fun to go out and go out and cruise it, man. Yeah. But to be honest with you. And now it, the last time I was in the canyons, I finally saw what it looked like. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not like steering people away from it, but as far as like pushing it to that level in the canyons, I'm, that's what I steer away from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a, there's sense. a, there's, but scary. the track almost makes you relax when you get out there because you've exactly. already gotten it out of your system. So you can almost right. enjoy the street yeah. more and you're not trying to race through it. Yeah. So it, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's not like I'm out there cruising the whole time. Of course I get in, you know, <laughs> you, you, yeah. you, all of a sudden you start feeling it and you start going. But I mean, dude, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where it's not like I'm going to go ride the canyons today as fucking gnarly as I can all yeah. day. Like, do you ever do that's what I used to do. Yeah. I used to do track days in the canyons. You ever so. do that grandpa stuff where you like, I'm going to go, um, eat an apple pie up here at the top of uh, old Nancy's restaurant and then just cruise down the other side. Or are you just always like, Hey, there's a Canyon. I'm going to go shred it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know. <laughs> I, 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 whether I'm shredding it slowly or, or, or with the apple know. pie, right in your belly. Right. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I, and it's cool and it's cool. And I, I'm glad that people still, um, you know, the one thing that sucks is that like, Track days are expensive, and you gotta you gotta pass a, a certain level of tech restrictions. Where the unfortunate thing is that you don't have to do that for the canyons. And I think a lot of people right. go out there and end up a statistic or end up on uh, insta famous because <clears throat> they're now on some meme where they're like you know doing something stupid like spinning around you know off a cliff or whatever or over a guardrail. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It, it is no. It, it, I, I, you know what, dude. And to people that haven't seen it and been there and dealt with the shit on the canyons, they, they it's all good. But I've been, unfortunately, I've been one of those individuals that's seen it multiple times. Yeah. And and uh, I'm tired. I got tired of seeing fucking people get hit because of other people. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. You know how many tickets do you need in the canyon before you can just pay for a track days? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, two. One, one ticket. One ticket's going to pay for like three track days. Yeah, oh, and man. they camp at Mulholland, dude. They're waiting on yeah. you. Like they. So, yeah, and, that, and now with yeah, yeah, especially now, dude. Come on. If you like, go it's, to, it's worth it. If you go to YouTube and look up our Nicky Mouse, you will yeah. see that dude that's just right, stays on that right corner. Where my shop used to be. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, right, my shop used to be at the bottom of those canyons, bro. Oh, no that's kidding. where I used to live. Like, I mean, that's the reason why I went to the track is because I got sick of, not sick of, but I I couldn't go any gnarlier. You know what I mean? Like, 
everything yeah. looks cool in a picture. You can make a picture look super cool in the same corner, but when when you're actually pushing yourself, you can't push yourself physically because you know there's a car over the double yellow line around that corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I can't like now once you take it to the racetrack, you just go for it. Yeah. You know. Well, um, and it's a whole other style of riding. So if you if you uh, you know 20 years from now you got a bum leg or whatever, you think you'll be road ra- you'll start like a trike road racing? <laughs> no, nah, bro, I'll be I'll be fucking well if I have to, but I mean I'll be fucking I'll be I'll be one of those dudes that motherfuckers are loading onto a bike so I can go race it. Right. You know. Yeah, you'll have like a uh, <clears throat> biomechanic, a three D printed like leg yeah. thing that goes down to the shifter, so you don't have to like. Hey, you know, homie, you see this guy Wes out in Texas? That dude, that dude didn't have any legs. Yeah, you know what? He was, yeah, he I was seen riding around the racetrack. I even seen a dude with one arm shredding because he had like special handlebars that were built with everything on one side, so he could do the throttle, clutch, brake, and. Uh, I I don't even know passion, what the hell passion is a gnarly fucking thing, bro. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you I'll tell you what. With, with you, not a lot of things can get in get in the way of fucking passion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just uh, the only reason I brought it up is because I kind of want to start like a a freewheeler race league where you have to buy one of the Harley freewheelers, and then uh, you have to do it. You have to do a dirt track, a uh, a TT. And a road race because I want to bring it back Sweet. like old style Grand National Championship. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but I do want to do it on three wheels so that people can like get that ATC action that I kind of miss from the 1980s. <laughs> right. But you got to be on sixty thousand dollar trikes. <laughs> well, yeah. You know that's true. <laughs> it's not. Hey, racing ain't cheap. You know what they say. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Cheap about racing. It's going to be for spe- specifically for really old dudes that are you know have like eight CVOs in the garage and they're like, Oh, it's just a freewheeler. Okay, good. Uh, that's yeah. cheap. <laughs> I don't know, bro. You've seen some of those dudes at Arma, dude. Like uh, these yeah, guys, right. are, they're serious, man. And, and I wish I could be doing what I'm, what I love to do at their age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you see the gray hair and the gray beards sticking out from underneath the helmets. And you're like, man, this guy's been doing this for a very long yeah, time, bro. No, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, driving cross country, bro. Not to not to win a bunch of money or nope. you know, to, for anything. It's it's to maybe get a piece of paper or a trophy or something like, and just to have fun. Yeah, you know? I think part of it as as, as motorcyclists, no matter what we do, whether we drag race or build or carve canyons or carve racetracks, whatever we do, some people yeah. even paint them. Uh, I think it's just to see, like, just to prove to ourselves that we still got it, you know, and we're still relevant. Uh, at some right. level, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, let me tell you, buddy. You're you're still relevant. You're you haven't even hit your stride yet. I, I'm pretty sure that this Harley thing is still up and coming. Especially, holy crap! When in two years, when the friggin' Street Fighter comes out, you know what I mean? Huh. Like, I have a feeling that Harley's going to be starting a brand new chapter in their road racing. They're going to be reviving that road racing uh, heritage. Well, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I think. Mean, my, my bike's sitting at Vance and Hines right now yeah, in, in yeah. a huge building. And they were part of the XR 1200 series. And that's, you know, as close to what I'm trying to do on on a Harley. You know, too, uh, I saw, I mean, you look at what Carrie Hart built at the beginning of the year. Um, uh-huh. I literally just had a bike pop up from Bike XF that was a Winston Yeh. It's got slicks on it. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean... It's out there. I think the builders are kind of getting into it a little bit. Yeah. You know, some yeah, more riders about, need to get he into talked it. About but. Taking that bike on Pike's Peak. 
Yeah, Winston Yeh did or Kerry Hart? I can't wait to smoke him, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Kerry Hart or Winston Yeh? Uh, Whoever rides that bike, bro. Uh, well, there's a uh, Winston Yeh built a Harley. Carrie built that uh, Indian. Indian, they're oh, nice. Yeah. I already tried to uh, call Carrie out on it. I'm like, when's that thing going to the track? But yeah. you know, so it's definitely like it's kind of happening. You know, I no, I, the, the, the direction is going there. Bro. Yeah, I've seen Roland Sands build a, a road race. Yeah, uh, and I think the the um, it's cool. It, it's fucking. It, yeah. it should be there, bro. The Street yeah. Fighter and stuff. I don't think will lend it. I don't think it'll do. It's, like, it's, it's a, a it's different style. Bike, yeah. yeah. For and me, for it, me, it's not about being on a sport bike. It's right. about being on a Harley. Exactly. On a and that's my, real I'm Harley. Say, it's like, yeah, I want to yeah. be a Harley where you could go. Like, the only thing I'd have to do is change my handlebars, and I can go cruise that bike cross country yeah. right now. Um, you know, and put some lights on it. Okay. And actually, I don't want to fucking have a sport bike where I can't go, you know. Right. Uh, it's, to me, it's still a Harley. If you can go yeah. cruise and. and and have fun. And I think and, the, you know, the street fighter stuff, right. like we'll probably see those at the track, but it's they're like, not going to be for me. It's like, if you're going to have a sport bike, get a sport bike. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. And like, I know, um, yeah, the, the street fighter, I think it's going to, we're going to see him at the track, but it's not going to be, it's not yeah. a Harley at the track just because it says Harley yeah, on the if tank. I'm going to be on something that's going to feel like a sport bike. I'm going to like, I might as well be on the fastest motherfucker. You know? Right. Right. And I go. know, um, Another guy building one. I mean, you saw Speed Merchants last year. Um, yeah. He's building another one for Born Free this year that literally know, has a, a KZ tank and a little 80s fairing. And yeah, it's so 17s, clip ons. Who is that? Uh, Brawny from Speed Merchant. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, and I've been busting his ass to get out there. And I told him a couple months ago uh, when I was down at the shop, I said, hey, you haven't heard it in a while because I know you're busy before Born Free. I go, as soon as Born Free is over, I'm bringing in every day to classic track days coming up and you're fucking picking one. Because <laughs> I went out canyon yeah. carving with him and he fucking ripped. And I'm like, dude, yeah. you need to get out. Because, you know, he built a hooligan bike and stuff because, you know, we were all riding Speed Merchant and, you know, he's in it. And I'm like, he, he had fun, but it wasn't his jam. And when I read right. the canyon with him, I'm like, dude, you need to come to the track. Like, that's his deal. Like, he'll fucking. That's what. That's love why it. I always. Re- that's why I really like that dude. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's why I always get along with him. Yeah, <laughs> Bronny's super rad. I mean, you know, super talented and everything. Yeah. And then just he's a motorcycle guy, and he doesn't. I, he I'm doesn't have to fucking. I'm gonna have to hit him up. And I'm gonna oh yeah, dude. We'll we'll get out. There's a few of us that want him out of the my track. Next race bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to ride it now. This, you know, yeah. the next one, I just want to fucking I, hop on that yeah. thing and race it. Bro. I've been looking, watching his stuff for a long time, and I, yeah. even when he was doing a lot of stuff for Triumph and stuff back in the day, and I haven't seen anything that he's put out that I didn't like the look of it, and it looks like it's the business. It doesn't look fancy. It looks like it performs. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, bro, I mean, that, that one he built last year is the reason why I have my bike today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that I mean, maroon I, one? I test rode it. What's up? Was it maroon or whatever the hell color that was? Yeah, the, yeah it's the, kind of a maroon the one. Yeah, yeah. Fat bob that he built. Yeah. I mean, dude. The thing that, was pretty BA, I, dude. Yeah. When I, when I, you know. And he's one of those guys that his building style is always innovative and kind of ahead of the curve. Right. You know, Sasha Krause, I feel, is kind of the same way, but there's not a lot of people that. You know, most people jump on a bandwagon style when it kind of comes out, and Bronny's right. going to do his thing no matter <laughs> <Brown> what. Brown seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, part of it. Um, you know, and that bike was a cool um, – it was actually – it was funny. It was a reiteration of a Dyna that he built for a friend of his, and I remember talking to him when he first got it, 
And I was like, what are you thinking? And I kind of like, we looked at each other and I was like, like that Dyna you, you did. And he's like, yeah, like a clean version. I mean that, that, you know, that bike was like, it was a rider. It was a kind of a beat up, you know, it looked good that way, but he's like, yeah, like a clean updated version of that. Like the way the tail and stuff was, but stock tank, mm-hmm. short risers, but risers, you know, and regular moto bars. And it, it came out super cool, but the next one is kind of the next level. And he's, he's taking it full on like Kawasaki KZ tank and shit. It's going to be Yeah, I've seen that shit, dude. It looks, yeah. it looks badass. Yeah. So it, look, it looks rad. And, yeah. and uh, the KZ and dude, square the, tank the battle, yeah. battle of Kings, like the, all these, all these Harley dealerships building bikes. That oh look man. Like yeah. Road race bikes. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah I but, can't wait till they all get out on the track and race each other. Like, well, the one in mandatory. Yeah, and especially well, especially the dealership in Arizona that build a race bike. Like, get it out and do yeah. something with it. Like, yeah. you know, I get, I get not oh, full I, on I, racing, I but them, I, I called him out. I called <laughs> yeah, the, the, the pro racer that, that that rode it. I said, and he he hit up the 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 owner of of the the dealership and said, and it basically, as of what I know, after they're done with the whole Battle of Kings thing, we're going to see it on the racetrack. That'd be cool. So, you know, even if it even if it doesn't show up in an Arma event and compete, just go to the track yeah. with it. And yeah, you know, when we were out there and we saw, uh, I'm going to lose his name. His Instagram's Eastern Fabrication. Um, oh, I can't believe I just blanked out on his actual name, Lock Baker. You know, he took that uh, kind of Dyna. I mean, it was a full frame V twin thing, but he took that and he wasn't fast, but he took a complete built show bike out and had a good time and rode it like you don't need to ride to the level oh. that you're going to take it off a corner and crash it but yeah. go out and ride it and and enjoy it for what it is like it's such a bummer when you go to these shows and the bikes that don't run people never ride them people never finish them after the show you yeah. know and it's like man like a friend of mine built a full-on flat track bike badass chromoly frame we did carbon tank carbon tail like one-off wheels like everything was over-engineered it still doesn't run like he, and he doesn't want to make it run. Cause he's like, well, I don't want to ride it and tear it up. And I'm like, you don't have to ride it to which he's actually a guy that crashes every fucking time he rides someone else's stuff. <laughs> so he probably would hey, crash dude, it. I am right here. I can, but I'm like, dude, I want to fucking ride it. And part of the deal was with me doing a bunch of work on it that I wanted to fucking ride it. And I'm like, dude, if you're going to build a bike like that, like it should be ridden a little bit. And if you're going to build a race style bike with fucking 17s on it, it should hit a racetrack. Like especially with guys like Brady totally welcoming um, welcoming everyone and having yeah. you know just such a rad the classic track days are so good for new riders and so good for riders on odd bikes that mm-hmm. it, it, it's amazing. So yeah, you you don't have the intimidation of, of, of yeah. super fast dudes on on big big horsepower bikes and shit. Yeah. You know, and uh, and there, there's some guys out there like that, you know, but they're in a, in a different in a different group and. And even, you know, even as you get into those groups, the, for the most part, the mentality of everyone is a little more relaxed. You know, I get, I get that a lot of it is safety issues because you are going 130, 140 mile an hour into turn one, you know, but it's still, it's just more relaxed and enjoyable atmosphere, even though it's still very safety oriented. I I love that about it. You know, it's, you know, I, I want to do other days because I want to do ones with our friends, uh, our friend Diggs, who's got some, you know, goes to a lot of track days and stuff we've had on the show a couple times. And I want to go ride Chuck Walla and Button Willow, but it's like Brady's days keep coming up at Willow, and I'm just like, damn it, well, I'm going to go do that one. Speed, 
Yeah, I really. If X Games is at that weekend, I'm going to really try to do that this year. It's the end. It's the end of August, I think. Yeah. And uh, that's like, and they're they're opening up the flat track too. Yeah, that's what I heard. He's getting the flat track back, so that could be super fun. So it'll be the Big Willow on Saturday, and Streets of Willow Sunday, and then also flat track on Sunday. Yeah. Or so the flat track um, might be Saturday evening or Saturday night or something. Yeah, or or like four o'clock or something. Yeah, yeah. So I could go ride Big Willow all day, go ride the flat track at night, and then go ride Streets of Willow the next day. I'm going to be beat, dude. I'm going to. I'm not going to survive that weekend. Right. (laughs) But that's going to be that's rad though. It is. It's super cool. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's going to be fun, and. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, like everyone's out there, like the parking lot for the for the flat track um, is like perfect little camping area. So everyone can like go out that stays both days and have a good time. You know, you know how Brady is. There will be beer and barbecue and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, So that they do a big barbecue Saturday night. Yeah. It'll be a super good time. Um, You know, I'm I'm excited for that. And then we get up and do it again. Sunday is even better. So, yeah. I have to tell you, while while you guys were incessantly blabbing like old men who love Harley Davidson, I was uh, checking out the uh, Battle of the Kings, and dude, they got some pretty sweet stuff on there, man. There's so, you know what? There's some good stuff, and then there's some stuff where you're just like, well, there's three different classes or something. Fuck. There's like dirt, the road race. And then custom. Dude, I love this Portland Flyer. It looks like an old school board track road racer. Yeah. So yeah, but- they have they have uh, they have three different classes, I believe. But, but it's like, dude, these are dealerships building bikes. Yeah. That's a freaking dealership that built a bike with road racing tires, bro. Yeah. Like, and then there's the who would have who would have I I didn't even think that was going to start happening. Yeah. At this point, there's the dude in uh, the one with the Ducati fairing on it is a Milwaukee Harley Davidson, I think. Oh, dude. And I know that the dude. Sporty. The sporty. Yeah, it's got the three spokes oh, too. So they or the weird three spokes. So they put the XR 1200 wheels on it, and then they put an old 999 style fairing on it, like the weird one no one liked. But I actually love that bike, probably because it's the ugly duckling. But I know the uh, one of the owners of that dealership. That's a bad looking bike. Yeah, he's super cool. He's super into motorcycles, you know. Because you go to a lot of these Harley dealers, and I mean, I'm guilty. I love fucking Harleys, but what I love more than just Harleys is motorcycles. So it's cool, you know, to see these right. guys. And yeah, that guy's a, a Ducati fan and a sport bike fan. And and dude, it's crazy because it almost looks this tail. I don't know if it is or not, but it, it almost looks like that Harley. Uh, that tail they have in the P&A catalog, the custom cafe tail or something like that. Like they are making a whole lot of tails where you can take your Harley and it make it be. look like uh, that one a Triumph. Looks, you can make it look like – looks like the Saddleman tail. Okay. yeah, you, you, It's hard to tell. I mean it, yeah. I was thinking it could be on the flat tracker tail. Well, and especially flat track style tails. There's so many of them that all look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you look at Purple Rain? That looks pretty sweet. It looks like it's got like the, yeah. the gold uh, – those are the, what the hell was that the those are the roadster wheels yeah the 1200 roadster wheels. oh is that i was thinking of the um what was that oh the old v-rod no, drag no, one no, no, no. it just it was only like two years it just came out in like 16 and 17 the 
the Dyna? It, was, it was right before the soft tails went to all soft tail. It oh was yeah, a, the Dyna had gold wheels. The Dyna was it called the Drag Racer? The Drag uh, Low? Oh shit, I can't remember. The Lowrider, I think. Yeah, the yeah, Lowrider. Lowrider S. S. Yeah. yeah. It didn't it have it didn't, these chrome. It had gold wheels. It had gold wheels, but not those wheels. Yeah. Those were yeah, a weird ass spoke. It's a twelve hundred Roadster wheel, I gotcha. and then they just gold uh, powder coated them. Or it's like a bronzy gold powder coat, yeah. similar to what the Dyna S was. Yeah, yeah, I can't. But a different wheel. I can't remember what the twelve hundred Roadster because I always think of this eight eighty three with the weird like machine tip. Whenever I think of the Roadster, but um, but yeah, no, it looks bitching, dude, and it's it's up and coming. Um, hey, dude, we're getting close to the end of the show. I have in my hands. You've been on the phone for two hours. Your your wife is like, man, this dude. <laughs> you know. He comes home from work and then he talks more motorcycles. What the hell? Yeah, but you know, she's used to it, though. Yeah, that's. I know she's she's a cool chick. I only met her that one time, but I could already tell. If, yeah, uh, she's she's got a lot to put up with. It, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to do I wouldn't be able to do the shit that I'm doing if it wasn't for her. Exactly. You know? uh, it's it's hard to be a. As, you know, as long as you tell her that on Mother's Day and her birthday, I think you're good to yeah. go. I have yeah, in yeah. my hand, we, I got this ridiculous uh, pack of cards for Christmas a couple of years ago, and we haven't done this in a while. They ask really stupid questions. So I'm going to um, let Wiggs choose one, I'll choose one, and then I'll ask you one. They're, they're questions to change your, uh, you know, just so we, we kind of see where you sit in life. Wiggs, come, come snag one of these. You ask Tony, I'll ask you, and Tony will ask me. I feel like you're trying to force me to that one. No, I don't. (laughs) Sorry. I had to get the other card. What's on the back of yours? I have a manatee and a a squid, on a cuttlefish on mine. What's on yours? I don't even know what the fuck. It's a fish with arms. Holy shit. Is that a coelacanth? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it is a coelacanth. All right. Those are the oldest fish in the world, living dinosaurs, literally. And since you guys both ride Harleys, Wiggins, why don't you ask Tony what's... (laughs) What's on that card? (laughs) What was the most recent book or article you read? (sighs) Book or article? Um, Repair manuals count. (laughs) (laughs) Repair manuals count. Okay, yeah, but my fat bob. (laughs) <laughs> Sweet. That, Bob, uh, serve the, the the electrical diagram <laughs> rad oh those are awesome on those are separate manuals on new harleys yeah you get there's two repair manual the electric one and the regular yeah and and if you're looking at the parts one it just shows you a picture of what part of the wiring harness looks like actually the it has them all in there totally spaced out the wiring diagram takes like 19 pages and you can't tell where anything goes because it, it's only sh- shows you part of it on one page yeah <laughs> right you got to get out the freaking roll of paper and uh oh, i've had it i've had it uh i've had it sent to me from from the dealership all right, Sorry. Wiggins, you pick manatee or cuttlefish because that's what Tony is theoretically going to be asking you. Manatee. Okay, manatee. So, Tony, you, here's your question to Wiggs. Word. Hey, Wiggs, what are you grateful for today? Did I sound like Tony? Wiggs. <laughs> hey, bro, what are you grateful for today? <laughs> uh, I don't, that's a good question. I think just that I'm alive today. Sweet. Yeah, and all the stuff that goes with it. <laughs> Uh, live another day to talk motorcycles and uh, hang out in a garage in a smelly garage with the old junkie turdman. And then I guess I ask, I, I screwed this up because I, we were supposed to go in a triangle, but I guess I get to ask myself this one. Uh, what was the most recent thing you taught someone? Dude, today I taught my wife how to play a video game. 
<laughs> and I feel nice. like, yeah, I feel like I really accomplished something because my wife is hates video games and uh, she's not, she's loosening up big time now that school's out. She's a teacher. So like once school's out, she's like party mode. So it's kind of right. fun, but I'm glad it was, it was Kung Fu Panda. And so it's a ridiculous game to begin with. And uh, I'm glad she took the time out, you know, it's totally pointless, right? I mean, well, I'm going to sit down and learn how to play a stupid Kung Fu game. But the fact that she sat down with old smelly husband and did it just really, uh, makes me think good times are coming ahead for this summer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda championship going down in the creative writing studios. Um, Sweet. so yeah, man, we're going to, we're going to head out of here. We're going to wrap it up because we are coming up on two hours and Fucking yeah, man, it's, it's easy, right? I mean, yeah. talking about motorcycles, you, we, you guys know I could do this shit all night. Yeah, eight hour, eight hour <laughs> right. show. One of these days, maybe on my tenth, tenth uh, anniversary, I'll do what um, Comedy Bang Bang did. He did a ten hour show, and like, re- yeah, dude, talk about marathon. Um, but yeah, I just want to mention a couple things coming up. We got tomorrow. Since today, this goes out on Friday. Tomorrow is the uh, classic track day out at Willow Springs put on by Ramming Speed Racing. And all the fun stuff that Tony's been talking about this whole time, Arma and all the fun race guys, It's it's and the Festival of Speed, all that great stuff. It's all Ramming Speed Racing and Brady Walker. So go check it out. This weekend will be a little bit of a taste of what's going to be coming up over the summer. Uh, also, uh this weekend, uh, the Milwaukee Rivets meet up for the Ride with Pride starting at the HD Museum there in downtown Milwaukee. If that's where I don't, I don't really know where the museum is. I'm just going to say downtown Milwaukee. That's my guess. Um, also, this weekend, uh, happening June 8th, bring your own carb with Yaz and Buck. Those are two of the uh, LA Cretans, and they love to race old crummy bikes as well and teach people how to rebuild their carbs so that other people can come race with them. So that's always kind of cool. June 8th and 9th, there's a coffee and cruise camping getaway hosted by Burt's Mega Mall. And that's going to be, I think they're going to be going out into like Riverside or something like that. And uh, not too far from civilization, but they're going to take you out and get you stuck out there in the desert and camp out there overnight and then come back the next day. Uh, June 21st is when the... Wisconsin International Raceway Top 10 Bikes Heads Up Series begins in Kakana, Wisconsin, if it quits raining by June. We'll have to see. It is Wisconsin. There could even be snow in June from what I've seen over the past few weeks. Um, June 22nd and 23rd, you guys know what's going on then. Happens in Silverado Canyon every summer. It's born free. (laughs) I thought I'd beat you guys to the punch. You, You two chumps will probably be there, and maybe I will too. Um, and then July 13th, the Deus Biker Build-Off happening in Venice, California. And that one's kind of cool because they kind of take dudes, uh, you know what comes out of Deus. Like the, some of the most beautiful bikes come out of there. Um, and every single bike that says Deus on it ends up on Bike XF and Pipe Burn and Wind Blown and every other damn bike blog. But the Deus Bike Build-Off is kind of for regular chumps uh, like me who are about three steps below you guys to go and actually build something and take it down and have the guys over there at Deus build it in it, or a uh, judge judge for, uh, you know, say, yes, you're going to make it or no, you better go study, um, economics <laughs> or whatever the hell they do to the losers. But yeah, man, that's our show this week. Thank you so much, Tony, for hanging out. And I'm kind of stoked. Yeah. I'm going to be keeping my eyes on shred moto and, uh, where, Hey, if people want to get a hold of you, by the way, too, 
don't go knocking on the door at 27 cycles anymore. You may get a dirty look. You may get mean mugged, <laughs> right? But yeah, um, no, we're we're still there, bro. We're still there. Brian uh, Brian still has the shop. Um, Shred Motoco is still out of that same location for now. But uh, um, yeah, get a hold of me. Uh, best way is Instagram or or and there's the email and stuff on the Instagram, which is Shred Motoco. Um, also, if you want to check out more racing stuff, Moto HD Racing is the uh, Instagram and also the YouTube channel. Yeah. And that's, so. do you guys have a lot of footage? Some of it good, some of it yeah. kind of scary, yeah, but just a, a, lot, a lot of stuff. Um, most of it fun. Stuff, like to, to get those uh, bugs out of your stomach. If you want to, you know, you can see what it's like <laughs> to be on the track. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so, so much fun watching you guys, uh, rip past, you know, ZX, uh, 10 RRs pinned wide <laughs> open and you guys are just in second gear. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but that and uh, check out Shred Motoco. You guys yeah. not only have like a lot of really cool um, existing products that you use on your bikes. You guys mm-hmm. are always posting up every time you make something new. Obviously, you you're posting up your ideas, your thoughts, and and uh, prototype stuff up on your Instagram. So check all that stuff out. And Tony, dude, thanks yeah. for thanks for coming on tonight. Hey, thanks and, for having me. And uh, tell your wife thanks. You know, thanks for setting aside two hours. Now me and Wiggins have to go explain to our wives why yeah. we sat around a garage all night talking <laughs> motorcycles. <laughs> yep. All right, man. All right, guys. Well, we're going to yeah, cut you loose. Night. Yeah, thanks yeah, you for being too. on. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Peace. All right, Wiggins. Well, dude, over the course of this, uh, this summer, I have multiple plans. And one of them, if you guys are hearing this right now and you are part of our Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge uh, Ride Group we're going to be having a uh, MPC roundtable. They're going to contact us. You guys already know because I've been contacting you via the Facebook page. But it sounds like that's going to go down next Friday. Uh, so I will get in touch with all of you for that. Uh, of course, you can check us out on patreon.com forward slash creative writing. You can buy yourself a wonderful field initiative knife. And by the way, I need to talk to Wiggs about how to keep mine clean and sharp because I've been using the hell out of it and uh, it just keeps cutting through stuff. I accidentally cut through a steel door the other day. Uh, it was into a bank and I accidentally took some money and it was all accidental, um, but it did happen. And then I came home and sliced a tomato. You remember those commercials for knives where like, you yeah, can the, slice like a Ginsu. Yeah, it'll slice an aluminum can, a piece of pipe, and then a tomato. And you're like, what the hell? And you don't realize until you actually try to slice a tomato because they have so much give that you really need a sharp knife to get some bite and find purchase on those things. But yeah, check it out. Field Initiative Knives. Also follow Wig09 on Instagrizzle. And you can check out his racing and stuff. You've been posting up some of your build stuff, which yep. are you going to, is that bike going to be a flipper or are you going to ride it? Because we uh, do have the, L, the Escape from LA challenge that I'm bound to determine. I don't know if that bike will do that well at oh, Escape man. from LA, but we'll no, give it a whirl. Not be, there's going to be, a, I'm, I'm going to give you a heads up, a little heads up, and I shouldn't even be doing this, but I'm going to. There will be a dirt component to the Escape from LA. Uh, so yeah, that bike probably, unless you threw a knobby on the back, uh, I wouldn't risk it. But, um, but yeah, so check them out. He's building a super cool sporty. You can see one of his 18 bikes that he has. Uh, he always posts.
close one of them. Usually it's Trusty Rusty. She gets all the attention. She's the most famous. She gets a lot of their love. But, <laughs> you know, it's uh, the little chopper's coming along. It's kind of on hold for the most part until after Born Free because um, my buddy's going to help me and he's building a Born Free bike. And then... I'm surprised you're not entering that thing in Born Free. You know, if I had the time and money, there's a little sportster competition. I know some of the other bikes are definitely nicer, but it still could have went. Yeah. But I'm going to have to get it painted, too. I think I know what I want to do for paint. I'm going to rip off an old AMF paint job that I like. Real similar to how Trusty Rusty used to be. Um, you know what would be cool but, is if you went to a bowling alley and ripped off one of the bowling alley scheme. Uh, they used to have some pretty sweet paints. I used to they? be on a bowling league, and Honestly, some of the AMF bowling stuff was some of the best in the world. I mean, that's where the Harley schemes I like are AMF schemes. Yeah. So, you know, just yeah. simple but uh, cool, and just the way they did them are very, like, 70s. It's yeah. pretty rad. Man, even the little dirt bikes they had back then yeah. were so sweet. The one I'm ripping off, I believe, is actually a dirt bike paint job. Not, I don't think it was actually ever on a real nice. On a big bike, but well, hot damn! But uh, it will be set up so I can basically change bars in like twenty minutes. So I could do a little better bar if we were doing Escape from LA. We'll have nice. To see. We'll have to see. It's got to get running first. Yeah. Well, I have to tear down Spamala all the way and build her right back up. So with a new piston, but you have to take her all the way apart to put a piston in. Isn't that stupid? <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm lying. But yeah, I will be excited. Jay will be back next week. We're going to have uh, a guest in the studio next week, too. You've heard him before. He's been on the show before. We need to get some new new guests in here. So leave a review in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever the hell you hear this. Tell your friends about it. Write it on the bathroom wall and get them to call in and email us. And uh, oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of, of Ask Wigs that we accidentally haven't opened Did just we? kidding we oh, need some yeah i was gonna say i haven't seen any <laughs> yeah we definitely need some oh. we, we need some we need oh some shit this hasn't been recording the whole time oh no 